Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. In 2017, the world endured one of the greatest injustices of all time when filming of the third installment of the Sex and the City movies was abruptly and inexplicably shut down. Months later, here we sit, reeling from a lack of closure and struggling with questions that we'll never be able to answer. Living in a world where we're so callously robbed of the final chapter we all deserved is something I simply cannot stand for. Therefore, I, Lara Marie Shanehalls, am taking matters into my own hands, and I'm saving Sex in the City 3. And welcome back to another episode of Saving Sex in the City 3. I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls, and I'm here, boots on the ground, fighting for justice every day for the movie that was ripped from our clutches. And with me is a very special guest. Mm-hmm. You may know him from Schitt's Creek, Dan Levy. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so thrilled First i can't all, even like begin to describe <laughs> the levels of happiness i have that we're doing this let's talk about how i <laughs> asked to do this this wasn't like an outreach program this was me being like yeah. hey it's been long enough mm-hmm. and i need to do it yeah um and you <clears> came <throat> to me which makes my job even easier i flung myself at this opportunity whether it was <laughs> whether you wanted it or not and oh, I wanted it. Well, we have a history of uh, a mutual admiration for yes. Sex in the City. We've been down we've the been road. Down, <laughs> we've been down a dark road. So <laughs> I'll just share a piece of um, thrilling trivia about my <laughs> love for Sex in the City. Um, hosted a, went online, first of all, found out that Sex in the City had a board game. Yeah. It's not legit. I don't think that the Sex and the City people made the board game. You, you don't? They would have had to like license the I mean it's just, I'm looking at it right now cuz I haven't I've brought it out. I've dusted it off from a drawer and I brought it out to celebrate it's very, our conversation. It's kind of like cheaper the looking than I remember. The logo's there. Yeah. <laughs> the logo's there. But it sort of looks like if like someone on Etsy went to like a big boardroom meeting with a idea for a game, mm-hmm. like it's in its developmental stages at best. Yeah, the box is the box not is as, like made of rice paper. Yeah, it's very flimsy, and it's just there is a game board, isn't there? No. Oh, I how think did you, we? You acquire um, you acquire more cards. You acquire more cards, okay. so you get. Hold on, I'm rumm- rummaging through it. Yeah, the okay. Sex in the City trivia game, you answer questions that are very specific. Okay, yeah, it's it, it's a trivia-based game, and when you win, 
or when you whoever wins the trivia round Mm -hmm. they acquire like lifestyle cards (laughs) for example (laughs) like what like cosmo um uh this lifestyle card says, and again, I've forgotten the context, so now I'm just going to read something yes. and hope it makes sense. This is the big time. Oh. Oh. Describe your best or the longest or the sorriest or the lamest, the most disappointing, the most surprising lunch with the girls. Wait, <laughs> It's personal. Oh, I forgot so about your that. Your personal, your favorite lunch so if you with the girls. Win, like when you win the trivia, I think you have to also reveal a piece of yourself at the game. Wait, so they're asking you to personal your personal lunch with the girls? Stories. Your sorry lunch with the girls? I don't Can have... you imagine gathering your girls together and playing this game and having to answer what the sorriest, <laughs> the sorriest lunch you've ever had exciting. with them is? I don't have a lot of lunches with the girls, so like I don't weirdly wouldn't have a lot to draw from. Oh, I want one more. Can you imagine putting you thought the girls thought you had a great lunch, but then you reveal oh. that it was actually the sorriest lunch in your opinion? <laughs> I'm looking at um one card that just says the little black book and it's a it's a black and white photo of a blackberry Mm. so this is we're going back in time to when that was something anyway we played this game i was so excited i put a full playlist together like (laughs) i spent the afternoon putting together like (laughs) sex in the city inspired music um and i think it was a collection of like people that I just thought would be into the game. So it was a scattered group of friends that didn't really know each other. But by the end, I think we bonded. Yeah. By then we bonded. It was a lot of sex in the city heads and the competition was fierce. It was. It was. The saddest revelation though, was that I lost so badly. You lost really badly. It was carnage. You did not do very well. My short term memory (laughs) or long term, I guess at this point is... (laughs) deserving of medical attention yeah i feel like that was maybe your like still alice moment where i realized something was fundamentally wrong with either the fact that i don't listen to things or people Mm -hmm. um or (laughs) there's something degenerative happening um but i kind of appreciate that you just like watch and love sex in the city but then i let it wash over me i know no details couldn't give a name couldn't give a place no and i i think i got i tied i feel like i tied with our friend ed for second place Mm -hmm. and then this woman who i think was a friend that someone just brought Mm -hmm. to the game she won won and i was furious i was just like i'll just say this dare you I've never played the game since. <laughs> that was a one-off experience that left me so humiliated and scarred that I've never played it since. I haven't played it since either, but I'm ready for a round two. I'm going to give you one just before we start. Okay, yeah, give this, me one. Because I have prepared for this conversation, mm-hmm. um, but I think we should butter ourselves up a little bit just yeah, in terms you of... give me one, I'll give you okay. one. We'll see if you <clears throat> I'm not going to answer it correctly. Okay. And this is a thing that I need to tell people listening i these are actually hard questions this show has formed who i am as a person um you know obviously you look back on the show now and you're like there's problematic 
issues with it yeah. just socially politically but in terms of a narrative in terms of a television show in terms of the things that happened and the romance and the love it inspired me to write television yeah so thank you sex in the city because i'm here in some strange connect the dots way because of you wow mm-hmm. that's amazing without sex in the city you would not i would still be at the video today. store yeah so wow I can't say I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd be happy. I guess I'd have a lot of DVDs still. I guess I'd be happy. I don't know. Ignorance is bliss, I guess. But okay, ask here me we a are. question. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Carrie says she would throw away a guy for wearing what kind of shoes? Flip flops. Incorrect. Fuck. Docksiders or topsiders? Okay. Do you remember that episode? I think I do. See, rude. It's not that we're not, it's we're not winning this game and I hate playing it. Okay, I'm gonna put I'm uh, gonna ask you this question, mm-hmm. which is truly like the <laughs> deepest of deep cuts of question that I can't believe made it onto one of these cards. Who put black cherries in tea to sweeten it? Can't they? <laughs> This is why the game doesn't work. Yeah. You have to say, like, in insert episode title, who put black cherries in tea to sweeten it? Yeah. You have to give some sort of context. Petrovsky. Or, yeah. How do you know that? I remember that. You remember it. I truly did not. Wow, I pulled that answer out. That was really good. I was going to give you the easy one. Because I was- remember him at one point giving Carrie a cherry. Don't you remember her eating a cherry? You know what? I don't. I need to revisit the Petrovsky episodes because lush. those are maybe the ones that I haven't seen the most. Like I've only seen those like four that's times. That's when the each clothes are the not best. like six times. Yeah, that's when the clothes. That's really when the, that's it. when that wardrobe budget got real big. But I like season two. Carrie is o- always my favorite. I think her clothes were the best. In, is like, that the two. like aviator era? Mm-hmm. That's the best. Kind. Long, that's like iconic Carrie. Yeah, but. Then it Carrie is an like adult, wealthy Carrie who is a <laughs> who is a brunette with like semi blonde highlights, and I was not feeling with that a lot Carrie. of flyaways. With I a just lot of flyaways. Watching that show, and she wore a lot of velvet and like a lot lace of velvet dusters, yeah, over like t- tool. She had like a kind of twenties look she going did. on, and I was just like, I miss the old Carrie Bradshaw. Like I want the, the, the raccoon fur coat, mm-hmm. aviators, yeah. eating a hot dog yeah. in the baseball game. Carrie, let's do one more question. One more, and then we'll, then we'll get start. Into it. I just want to answer one thing, right? Mm. Okay, who was Carrie trying to impress at the Women in Arts luncheon? Um, you know this, yeah. It was um, um, Big's wife named. Oh gosh, see, this is it. This is it. This is where it falls apart for you. And she had a. It starts with a it's the stick figure with the yeah. Played by Bridget Moynihan. Mm-hmm. Natasha. Natasha. Why yeah. did I? Because, you got it, though. Because I'll there's something. Because there's. Because I should <laughs> go to the doctor. Alice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, these are. Okay. I have one. And if you think this is easy, I can get harder. Okay. Why were Berger and Carrie on the courthouse steps? To recreate that scene from the movie that they both liked? Or no, to have like a big romantic kiss. 
Carrie had jury duty. Jury duty. Okay. But it was all three of those things. It I was. just want to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, they didn't have like a three pronged answer on the car. Like profusely, because I was like, oh my God, am I just getting this wrong? Okay. Well, I have one more and then we'll just okay, go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I hope, I feel like at this point, and I think what we'll do over the course of this for people listening is we'll occasionally pull out a trivia card just to keep you, I'm speaking now to people on your listening, toes, yeah. on your toes. Who called Charlotte to help her escape a bad date? Um, Miranda? Incorrect. Carrie? Yeah. Okay. Fuck. It would always have to be Carrie in this See, again, situations. we're feeling like uncertain about our feelings now i know now because i'm just like do i know myself why this is, game fucks with you it, it's it, insidious it takes your passion and it puts it out a window a little bit <laughs> and it's like you thought you cared and you thought you sort of knew what you were doing but you don't it tricks you it does yeah well i'm here to fight back mm-hmm. i want to hear your i want to hear your pitch i'm just so okay. excited okay so i have a leather journal that i've written this all down in um it's all very official i will let's start with just um the foundation of what sex in the city three is okay what it means what we're working with Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of variables at play okay uh the first being obviously that kim is not game Mm -hmm. to play okay um, so, so we're you're working, working in, I'm working in a, I'm working in a, like, you're, I took this very seriously. You're putting your producer hat on. And I'm not saying, coming in here and being like, in this scenario, Kim's back in. Oh my She's God. Not. I love, okay. Bridges are burned. This is and professional. We can't go back. Yeah. So you're acting from a place as though it's going to happen. has fallen apart and someone came to you and said, Dan, yeah. if you want to make this movie, you yeah. will have to be like the MPK mm-hmm. and you will have to figure out a way to make it work mm-hmm. given the real world parameters. Even you saying that to me is making me feel emotional. <laughs> I saw because you kind in of my, misty-eyed. In my head, <laughs> that is, that would be it. I yeah. faint. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't happen. But here we are, but we, and I think this is just as now. sort of transformative and revolutionary in our own in our own way. Indeed. Um, so with Kim out of the picture, mm-hmm. I don't think that we could do the same kind of film as as they would have wanted yeah. in the intended Sex in the City film. As a result, I think we have to go in a different direction. It has to be a slightly different tone, which I'm sure people at home are like, "But that's not what I want." Mm-hmm. Wait for it. Let me at least. <laughs> <laughs> sell this idea um and i yeah i just feel like we have to at least acknowledge that in a samanthaless world yeah we're gonna do something different and it's gonna capitalize on all the things that i think the fans love about the show minus the four friendships yeah close mm-hmm. close <laughs> um the city. <laughs> I'm thinking of someone that's like, God, I, you know, <laughs> some people watch Sex in the City for the friendships and the clothes. I watched it for the city. <laughs> I have a really contrary belief here. <laughs> I watched it for the city. You love not the even city the city was my favorite character. <laughs> Truly, she was referenced often. 
<laughs> she was. So here's what I have written down. <laughs> Things I care about. <laughs> Colon. Looks. Shopping. Mm-hmm. Drama. Now. <laughs> same. <laughs> While that could easily be applied to my life. All facets. um, This is really put together for the sake of this film. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of loose ends that I thought could be tied up. I I like the idea of tying up sort of referential loose ends throughout the series in like the first and second film. Yeah. Um, I was not a fan of the second film. I know that that goes against a lot of what has been discussed on this podcast previously. Yeah. Um, the second th- film is not for everyone. The second film is, is not for everyone. And I think it takes a giant leap of faith <laughs> to really like, got away, <sighs> hurl yourself into a stratosphere where that film honors the sex in the city sort of world. Yeah. Because I think what that film did is what I'm about to pitch, but I would, but I think that this, you're you're trying to make it right. I'm trying to make I guess I'm going to say like the second film was a cartoon. Yeah, and it was truly like and it was supposed to it be It was a moment where like it's not even jumping a shark but it's like a show or like an idea drinking its own Kool-Aid and that Kool-Aid was laced with acid and then a we little got bit. into Sex and the City. Here's two. what I think it is. But I still really appreciate it. I love that for you. Um <laughs> here's what I think it was trying to do in my mind. I was like, where would this come from? And I felt like it was a heightened, highly referential, um, sort of romp movie Yeah, where they thought let's dispel the sort of formula or the expectations of sex in the city. And let's give the audience like a good time. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I think, there were a lot of problematic elements in terms of <laughs> you don't <say>. just inappropriate <laughs> depictions of people and places and things. Um, and so, but what I thought was in my mind, when I was watching the second film, I was like, this is going back to the episode of the series where they went when Carrie and, um, Marin, um, Carrie and Samantha went on the train and it was a some like it hot, reference Mm -hmm. where the whole episode sort of had a some like it hot vibe yeah and i felt like there was sort of like this like old hollywood like let's take a trip kind of vibe to the second movie yeah just didn't really work no so this is honoring that some like it hot whimsy that the show i think really loved to sort of dabble in from time to time okay okay so, in my world, Samantha has gotten back with Richard. Okay. Richard, at, the, at this point, is deeply embroiled in business, shady business dealings. Mm-hmm. It's been real. It's, he's, like, on the run. A lot of his hotel ventures were not paying their taxes, and... Samantha in like a Thelma and Louise kind of late in life decision is like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm in love with Richard and we're going to just go on the run. Perfect. We're in, we're talking like nobody knows where Samantha is. Okay. We're in constant contact. We're getting 
emails and notes and letters. Mm-hmm. I'm like getting overwhelmed. So they're like, I imagine Richard is like similar, like he's been in business with like Trump before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people are coming after him for a lot of money mm-hmm. and it would look like jail time. It would look like, you know, it's like a, a murdoch kind of vibe with obviously less extreme consequence like he hasn't fucked over like a lot of no. rich people but it's like he's fucking and we're over like anyone we're that like works at his in his like huge causes that would yeah crumble that like that's too dark mm-hmm. this is living in like sex in the city world we're like people are after him yeah and it's bonnie and clyde samantha <laughs> and richard she maybe was, they're in I'm the caymans grabbing their hands and oh, like a porsche or something getting on a jet yeah and saying take me somewhere yeah which to me is like we could do like a stand-in for samantha and mm-hmm. show like a little bit of you know over the titles how they're usually like this is what's happened since you last saw the film yeah mm-hmm. that kind of vibe and like cheat a samantha to make totally. it look like Samantha getting on a plane and like they haven't seen her in a while. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's where we're starting this off on. And it's a journey where Samantha is sort of knowing that she will inevitably get caught and has decided to leave money for the girls all over the world. Oh, wow. So this is like a where in the world is Carmen Sandiego <laughs> scenario where... Samantha, knowing her inevitable demise, yeah, gives the girls money mm-hmm. on a round the world scavenger hunt type trip to find her eventually. No, or maybe just for fun. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know yet in but this point of the conversation. Okay, but like leaving little random notes and hints for the girls so that they can get her money because. Her money isn't tied with his money, but it inevitably will in this situation. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think she's probably taking some of Richard's money because she knows that there's like a lot of it there. Yeah. And like transferring it to like an international yeah. bank account and then yes. just like putting Leaving it places. Leaving it places. Yeah. I love that. There's like an ethical problem that we're going to need to iron out just because I want the money that they get to be Samantha's earned money. Okay. I don't want it to be money that's like someone else's. Like in her savings account? Yeah. Okay, she, maybe Samantha gets married to Richard and then she realizes ooh, that's good. that she has to like empty out her yeah, personal if she's money going down, or like distribute it because which I think, it would eventually be like yes. they're going off to the Cayman Islands to like just drink pina coladas yeah. Yeah. and like get hit. Yeah. And I think it also speaks to Samantha as a character because I think she wouldn't ever want to part with the money that she earned herself. Mm -hmm. She's never been a person to like take men's money. Yeah. So knowing that she likely will never be able to come back to America, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be great if she gifted her friends all the money she made as like a high power publicist, knowing that like she'll never be able to spend it? Yeah. So what this what this sort of lays the groundwork for is an around the world caper of sorts (laughs) where Charlotte and Miranda and Carrie get on planes Mm -hmm. and like piece together the like treasure map of Samantha's money. Love. What you get out of that is (laughs) 
exotic locales. Mm-hmm. You get lots l- of looks, tons of looks, so many looks. I thought some of the most successful looks of the first film were the airport and airplane looks. Yeah. Um, so you get like really important. When Carrie showed up to Mexico yeah. wearing a fur. Mm-hmm. That was- <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. I was like, gosh, she is so fragile. You know, and then like so sad. You're just freezing cold all the time. Freezing. Even in Mexico. 100%. I was like been there. And then obviously like emerges as in that like McQueen parrot dress, mm-hmm. which was iconic. Just perfect. Um, so you get like airport looks, you get airplane looks, and then you get looks that I feel like would honor the different cities that they've visited. Yes. And, and not international in, like, luxury travel. Because I love them in like a first class like airplane scenario. My favorite part of Crazy Rich Asians was seeing mm-hmm. the suite. Yeah. On the airplane. Mm-hmm. And them like really being excited about it. Yeah. Um, aspirational luxury travel, which I think is now more prevalent than ever, thanks to Instagram. Okay, I just had a thought. Yeah. So I feel like where Samantha, like, leaves the money is in cities, like, she feels like the girls need to visit, Mm. like, for, that speaks to a certain part of their personality that she wants them to explore. So So we're healing. Yeah, yeah, we're healing. Yes. We're, like, (laughs) self-reflecting. I feel like she leaves some in China so that Charlotte Mm -hmm. can go there and honor Lily. Yes. Like, it's that kind of thing where it's a nod and a wink. Yes. And you know what? Thank you for taking it there because it needed that sort of extra emotional dimension to really, I think, like, legitimize why we're doing this and the stories that we're telling. Mm -hmm. I did feel like there were different people in each city that posed like emotional moral physical threats to their current state of being Mm -hmm. um i love the idea of like going like seeing the girls in tokyo yeah and like the looks that they did in these i think we can't do the second (laughs) we can't like exploit it has to honor. Yeah. So in my mind, it's like we're dealing. We're not like she's not in a kimono. Mm-hmm. It's like wearing calm yeah. and yoji. Yeah. And like undercover. Yeah. And cool. They're not doing like the cultural appropriation no, thing. We're honoring. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like we're going Honor, to Sweden. We're wearing acne. Yeah. We're going to Scotland. We'll do like a Pringle knit. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> We're getting like fashion that's also like directional. Yeah. And um and then at the end I was just unclear as to whether they see her or whether by the time they've gotten their last chunk of money there's like a note attached to it. Yeah. And they realize that like this journey much to what you're saying was her last sort of Um, love letter love letter and samantha was always the one that like got them out of the house all of her like bar and restaurant and club openings that Mm -hmm. like forced charlotte out on a wednesday night yeah this was sort of like i'm opening your eyes to like the fact that the world's still buzzing around you and like carrie get out of that weird apartment that you have with big yeah um that i always thought was like it was like sort of like her apartment apartment in the show but it wasn't but it felt it was like too dark it was so it dark was dark in there. 
Why was it so dark? I don't know. There were no windows. And like color. And they also didn't go, they didn't move into like the really chic, nice apartment in the building. They moved <laughs> below it into like the dark, small apartment, <laughs> which didn't make a lot of sense to me because they squashed all their drama. Had, so you think you could celebrate with the and big clearly apartment. He had the means. Yeah. So he what, redid the whole closet. What are they doing? Yeah. I'm confused by that. But okay. So I feel like this movie opens with like shots of the city that you love so much mm-hmm. and we see kind of establishing scenes of where all the girls are mm-hmm. at and we realize that like they haven't hung out in a really long time mm-hmm. like we see charlotte and harry like mm-hmm. doing school drop off or something yeah and maybe charlotte is like Maybe she's like just having to deal with lots of like PTA moms and like she's really embroiled herself in like the community of like school mom. The mundanity of having everything you want. Yeah. And like the the realization that like maybe that's not all you want. Yeah. Like her life just exists on like a wake up, get the kids ready, like pack the lunches, take them, go to Pilates, come home, like run errands, pick the kids up, Mm -hmm. make dinner. And it's like all of that just over and over and over. Yeah. And like, she's having kind of a crisis moment where it's like, I used to be like run a gallery. Like I used to, yeah. Like, Ha- like and have all Lily this going on. is Lily's like thirteen or fourteen. Well, uh, Lily's talking back. Yeah, like Lily's sassy. Lily's sassy and is not appreciating her mother right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, and she throws the adoption fact like back <laughs> in her face a lot. That would be a re- very real conversation. That would yeah. get. That would be like, you know, um, if we're talking about like substantiating the adoption with mm-hmm. like uh, Charlotte going back to China having a greater understanding. I mean, that that whole, the adoption thing I thought was really, I found it very lovely in the show. Like, yeah. The, I thought it was so nice. It was so... I cried when they so said, that's our baby. Yeah. And they held the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think Surly Teen Lily is like... Maybe she's going through a bit of a... Cre- maybe she's, as many of my adopted friends have done in their teenage years, like mm-hmm. really gotten curious about her roots where they come from Mm -hmm. and so like we see i think we see charlotte's journey we see like miranda who what's miranda's deal i would imagine that it's sort of um brady's what like 16 yeah he's like a teen dating maybe someone Mm -hmm. um the house is maybe leaking. There's lots of like (laughs) home like home stuff yeah home improvement yeah or maybe you know, I don't like maybe they're trying to like maybe Brady. Okay, here I have a pitch. It needs to be something Brady, big enough. Brady is like a genius and he has like he is just like the smartest kid in school. Uh-huh. He's like one of those kids that basically like has his high school diploma at like 15. Like a Ronan Farrow. Kind yeah. Of. And he's like about to go off to college. Okay. And so. Miranda's really proud of him, but also it's like, okay, well now it's just going to be me and Steve alone again. Like we've Mm -hmm. had this kid, like we've had this whole life with our kid. He's grown up, grew Mm -hmm. up way too fast, but like we can't stop him. He needs to go to Yale and like Mm -hmm. be a child genius. And now I'm just like, like looking at 
Steve and I, like, where's the spark? Our house is just, like, always falling apart. There's maybe, like, a shot, a referential sort of shot of, like, Miranda looking over at, like, Steve nude in bed. Mm Because they loved, the show loved a good Steve butt shot. (laughs) <laughs> and you they know? loved like a discuss like ooh steve is like kind of farty and sweaty steve was i was always attracted to steve steve's hot like looking back you're like okay that's like a hot dude he's just like so there for her there for her all the time got his shit together yeah did the bar had a tight bod scout does really well yeah it's like has she's looking four and over a half at his stars butt. on yelp it's, it's like it's great yeah relationship really fine. busy yeah Miranda's fine mm-hmm. she looks over at the butts like a good butt but it's she's tired and bored yeah and um needs an awakening mm-hmm. and you know like in my mind I'm thinking like there has to be something more substantial for her to learn on this trip because mm-hmm. ultimately this is like where in the world is Carmen San Diego meets eat pray love yeah meets under the Tuscan sun or something yeah like aspirational travel film maybe miranda meets like there's a new person at work and it's a woman like a woman has come in from another law firm interesting who's like really just like hot shot whip smart and miranda is discovering feelings feelings that she's never really felt before that's just like she finds herself like crushing on this woman Mm -hmm. and like wondering what if and it's around the time that like Brady's off to like going off. Like it's like this moment in her life mm. where she's like, what am I to make of this? What if the woman invited her on some kind of law conference mm-hmm. at the time just to, to um, we've covered. Okay. Yeah. I like this. Okay. So we see Miranda. So Miranda. And she says no at the time because it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. But then the whole scavenger hunt thing happens and the girls rally and she's like, well, maybe I build it in. Maybe I like bake it into this trip as we've all managed to do in our lives where you're Mm -hmm. like, this doesn't feel right. But if something else happens (laughs) where I can can make that bad decision feel like the right one, I can just do it. We're all here anyways. And like, maybe it's the right decision. Maybe it's not, you know, who knows, you know, maybe we find a way to like respectfully end her marriage to Steve (laughs) and have her open her eyes to her attraction to women. Yeah. That would track to me if we were to lay it out. It's just about how you do that in a respectful way that honors their marriage as Mm -hmm. well. So uh, that's where Miranda and Steve are at. I like the woman being Scottish. I love the woman being Scottish. She has like a thick Scottish accent. She's a brute force to be reckoned with and has like this magnetism that Miranda has not experienced in a very long time. Yeah. I like the idea of like a Scottish countryside situation with like a raw ruggedness of like the the Scottish landscapes with like high passion. Totally. So I, I feel like too, like we see Miranda in the boardroom, like she's in a big meeting Mm -hmm. and this woman who's like a new, who's like new to the firm is speaking. And then like, someone like a man in the boardroom tries to like interrupt her or like say take her down and then Miranda's like I'm sorry mm-hmm. like 
Elizabeth was just speaking, and I think that it's important to let her finish her question. The good thing about Elizabeth is that when she goes back to Scotland, they call her Lizzie. Mm-hmm. So we get to see like a different side. Yeah. And I think ultimately what this is leading to is that Miranda has led a very specific life for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And like all of us, what we present in a professional capacity might be very different than who we are when we're like at our little Scottish farmhouse, like shearing sheep. Yeah. So... When she's st- when Miranda sticks up for Elizabeth, mm-hmm. then they meet after the meeting. They're like in the break room getting yeah. a tea, and Elizabeth is like commiserating over. Thank like- you so much for saying like having my back in mm-hmm. there. Like I've found so many times, and I work at these firms that it's like every man for themselves. <laughs> but like you're a real team player, and I appreciate. it. And she just puts her hand on Miranda's hand like lightly, mm-hmm. but there are like sparks. Like yeah. you see Miranda be like, <gasps> like Ooh. yeah. And so then we see finally Carrie, what she's up to. Now, this is a, this is a tougher situation because, okay, so we have China. We have China for Charlotte. Charlotte. Where in China? Is it a Hong Kong? I think it's Hong Kong. Okay. I think cosmopolitan. Yeah. Um, aspirational, recognizable locations. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of like the like glossy breath br- brush with which we are painting this film yeah. as they should be painted with, mm-hmm. we'll go with like a Hong Kong. We need a Hong Kong, but then like a one sweeping drone shot of the girls on the Great Wall just because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Scotland and then Carrie... So Carrie, where picture where would Carrie find herself? That's a very interesting question for me because I we've seen her in Atlantic City, yeah. We've seen her in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We've seen her at a cabin in the woods. Yes. <laughs> Have we seen her anywhere else? We've seen her in Mexico. We've seen her in Paris. We've seen her in Paris. We've seen her in Abu Dhabi. Don't want to see that again. No. I feel like. Carrie would find herself like South America just like popped into my head because and that's mostly oh. because we haven't seen anything. We haven't gone there. there. But like, like Brazil or Patagonia. Maybe I'm, Samantha trolls Carrie and sends her on like a it's like her version is like a hike. In my mind, I'm going to that chef's table episode. With Francis yeah. Smallman. Also, the <laughs> chef that did Gwyneth's rehearsal dinner. Oh, yeah. That's fucked. Casually flew up from Argentina. All that barbecue. All the barbecue. The vegans were going crazy on Goop's Instagram. They were like, well, I would have liked this wedding if I didn't have if to it see wasn't all those just carcasses a, a everywhere. celebration of death. No, I love. Which I could imagine being very triggering for a vegan, vegan audience mm-hmm. um i could see her on like can you imagine like a beautiful canoe she has to <laughs> she's wearing- imagine like a tranquil water like yeah. a dark black patagonian water mm-hmm. carry in a canoe she's being led to like a bonfire <laughs> to have like an incredibly erotic like very sensual meal yeah with a man that samantha always thought she should meet yeah maybe it is like a version of that chef who like lives. It absolutely should yeah like a salt of the earth although was he nice i can't remember he was sensual he has yes he was why he has two wives that's what it is um 
had lives like a very sort of fluid existence mm-hmm. um, um, in the woods. And okay, so I think it's like someone who's found success doing what he loves and living his life the way he wants to live it. Yeah. And that's very like Carrie Bradshaw esque mm-hmm. because she also has found success doing what she loves and is just like living her life. Regardless. I do feel of- like you're dealing with the inevitable question mark of we explored a temptation with Aiden in the first movie. Mm-hmm. What kind, how does this, how is this different? Have they later in life opened up their relationship? I imagine her having gone, like she's just been like killing it at work. Like mm-hmm. right. She's writing t- book after book after oh, yeah. book. They're selling like hotcakes. Like I getting options for like TV a, series. Yeah, we and have movies. like a nod to like, mm-hmm. there's even like a movie version. Mm-hmm. Then we see like, <laughs> To like Hollywood actresses, like acting out the girls, like at brunch or whatever. And we see Carrie on all these book tours and doing press stuff. Mm -hmm. And then a TED talk, Ted, a TED talk for sure. Yeah. That's like her learning (laughs) annex talk, but like a TED talk. And then, but when she gets home at the end of all that, it's kind of like a little bit lack. Like she, we find that she likes the excitement Mm -hmm. of being super busy and Mm -hmm. doing this and like, Mm-hmm. Big likes to be on the couch mm-hmm. and like watch old Hollywood movies. He's retired, I think, by this point. Absolutely retired. And, uh, you know, and he, all he wants is the day to day simple pleasures of like mm-hmm. spending his money. Yeah. And he like cooks and like yeah. gets into wine and like yeah. cigars and stuff. But like, I could see that easily turning into a best friendship. Yeah. I could easily see this point in their lives where the sexual attraction has sort of dissolved a bit, but they love each other as friends. Yes. Okay. So and we maybe see- that's a conversation that they have like over like a, a pasta primavera. Yeah. He's like whipped something up and they have this very real conversation and it coincides with Carrie having this journey to go on i think what we see is like in carrie's like establishing stuff like she's having a whirlwind life and Uh then she comes home and big is there and we get the voiceover that's like and big is retired Mm -hmm. and like he loves like Mm -hmm. he's found a new passion and that's pasta and Mm -hmm. so he's like cooking and having like a very homey thing and we see them having their dinner and it's warm and Mm -hmm. they're obviously like have a lot of love for each other Mm -hmm. and then Carrie tries to like initiate some sex and Biggs like he's kind of just like not tonight or like brushes it off not brushes it off but it just is like not really into it or like he falls asleep or something happens where it's like oh like he's kind of just like his libido is down and like he's just not the same and would it feel like like, would it feel like a a narrative cheat or, or could this be what sort of springs her forward if they're having this conversation? He's not really into like having sex with her, but there's love there and it's warm. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, well, I've this trip's come up and I think I'm going to go on it. Like it's I think Samantha would want us all to get together to do this. Yeah. And he sort of says to her, like, I think you should really like find some find yourself on this trip in a way that like implies that he's allowing her to explore other people Mm -hmm. like opening a door acknowledging that he's 
getting to a point in his life where like he doesn't want to have sex with her all the time and might not be able to provide in that capacity in the same way that she still might need. Yeah. Because I do like the idea of like Carrie at a certain age still having like intense sexual desires. Yeah. Honoring the show. Mm -hmm. And that's a real thing. I think though too, like my question is, does the Carrie paranoia element when he says something like that it usually like triggers some sort of like but i think we have to like really lay the foundation that they are on very solid ground yeah and so when he says that it's like is there a moment where she says like do you think this goes both ways and then he's like no like you know me i'm happy yeah, with like Costa. run run Just free go run, run free, free and do your thing yeah okay, we've lived our that. lives yeah. like run free he's like i ain't going anywhere yeah i'm here we're good. You have 9 million shoes in the closet. Like you're not moving out. Yeah. Take the, take advantage of this like wonderful opportunity and like really have a free pass. Lean in. Yeah. Carrie, lean <laughs> the fuck in. Okay. Wait. So let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Cause I want to get to the part. So we have established like what all three of their, where we're hitting status is. Yeah. yeah. So then I think we need to see like, and, then it's like, and Samantha, and then we get mm-hmm. like a overview of yeah. like Richard, like she and Richard got back, back together. together. He's in trouble headlines. with the lines. Yeah. Headlines. Their faces splashed, splashed all over across the, the news. Yeah. New York Post, mm-hmm. some like funny tagline about like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. And then they've like left the country and no one knows where they are. And like, not even the girls have heard. And from I think her. there could be sort of like a charming Carrie thing about, even though she's, you know, even though we can't see her anymore, mm-hmm. like in Charlotte's or in Samantha's, you know, own ways, she like makes sure that we can never forget about her. Yeah. And you come home to like Carrie opening mail and it's like a postcard from someone with like a cute message and then like XX. Mm hmm question sends, mark yeah, or see, something yeah like, <laughs> like we she see, can't tr- you can't trace it you can't but trace we know it. that she's dropping hints yeah like each of the girls like opens up a package yeah. and like one girl gets like a gold dildo and then the yeah. other one it's like yeah. little winks and nods yeah. so then i think like so the girls all get their like samantha mm-hmm. packages they're all kind of living their separate lives on mm-hmm. their separate trajectories but they do manage to come together once a month for girls yeah. brunch yeah. And so I think that they're at brunch and they're kind of comparing whatever gifts Ooh. they got. And they always sit at a table for four, even though Samantha's yep. empty not seat there. Yeah, on her. There's always the empty seat. And so they're like, Did you get anything like this month? Mm-hmm. And Charlotte's like, Yeah, I got this like dildo. Like mm-hmm. it's gold. I think it's like ten thousand dollars or something. And then there's like <laughs> Carrie can make like a joke about the dildo. Mm-hmm. And like Carrie got like lingerie like, like really nice lingerie. Mm-hmm. And then what did Miranda get? Uh like a first edition. Mm-hmm. Something really valuable. Like <laughs> a first edition book. Yeah. Things that you could sell or not sell, but like there's money behind really it. Really luxury items. I'm going to run with this and take it to the next step. Okay. If you would please do allow me. The waiter comes over with the bill. Mm-hmm. They open it up and it's three plane tickets. Yes. With something written on the back of the 
receipt. Mm-hmm. And it's like something like encouraging them to like just go with it. Yeah. And they because all they've established that like they don't know where Samantha is. They and meet that she's once communicating to them in weird ways. Yeah. And so they know that she's on the run. They know that her like there's the potential for like jail if she comes back into the into the country. Mm-hmm. And that maybe there's something in the headlines about like I don't know. Or in her letters, she's sort of saying like I want you to have this yeah treat yourself it's all about like treating yourself because i can't yeah like highlight yeah the i love the plane tickets mm-hmm. are they plane tickets to S- carrie's like i got this one mm-hmm. and opens it up and there's like somehow three plane tickets and like with their names with on their them. names on them and and they're kind of like a message around. written on the back of the receipt yeah with something very samantha that sends them on this journey yeah Something like very mysterious. Maybe one of their, maybe Carrie's birthday is coming up mm. and they're, they've been talking about it. And Samantha's like birthday trip on me. Mm. Please enjoy and trust yeah. the, the journey. Yeah. Love. Love. Just got goosebumps. Yeah. Okay. I'm there. So Carrie's birthday is coming up. They open the thing. (laughs) It's three plane tickets. And they're like, oh my God, like what? These are clearly from Samantha, but like, how Mm. did she get these? And they've also been wondering like why she's been gifting them such expensive things. Yeah. They're not like mad at it, Mm -hmm. but they're also like, I don't know. They're, and Miranda kind of has, she's like, is it against the law? Or they ask, and she's like, well, no, technically it's not. What if each of the things that they've gotten, like this past month, like Carrie got a purse, Mm -hmm. and Miranda got her book, Mm -hmm. and Charlotte got... um, Maybe she got a piece of art. Great. And it's something... The note says, like, go on this journey, but... Also, like, and make sure you look closely or mm-hmm. some kind of, I'm like not doing it justice because I don't have my computer in front of me and like, <laughs> trust me, I could write this in a night. <laughs> but they go home like wondering like, what a strange thing for Samantha to like impose on us. Yeah. Look closely. And like, so Carrie goes and opens the duster and it's like a brand new or like in this case, like a vintage philo celine bag that mm-hmm. she's always wanted and mm-hmm. like because no one wants the new one and she sort of looks inside and there's in the same way that there was like a tear in her purse in paris with petrovsky and she yeah. found her carry necklace there's like something maybe an earring or something mm-hmm. caught one of samantha's like gold earrings caught in the corner of the bag yeah and she sort of pulls it up and up from the base of the bag lifts like a compartment and there's money in it. Wow. Okay. Love. Miranda goes home, takes the plastic wrapping off her first edition book and starts flipping through the pages and like money's falling out of the pages. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte goes home and like goes to put the painting on the wall and like something sounds like something sort of bumps on the back of the painting yeah, and she she's like this is back. peels it back and there's money there okay and then they all hop on a split screen phone call yeah and they're like did you just get yeah and then Miranda's the same like, amount of money dollars the same of amount of money yeah they all got 10 grand mm-hmm. and i think charlotte's freaking out because yeah. she's like this is criminal like a felon. This is i don't want to be involved like, in her criminal do- activity and i'm not going on the plane i'm not going and no. then 
Carrie is like, I don't know. I think it's like kind of cool and fun. Like it's an adventure. And we don't know where this came from. Yeah. And then Miranda, the sensible attorney is like, well, technically, like we don't know. No one can prove that we know where this came from. And she can be the voice of like somehow acknowledging that what they're about to do isn't going to be illegal. Yeah. And that she's like, like if it's this okay. is her money, yeah. that they're enti- that they're, this is a, it's a, it's a roundabout way of doing it, but it is a perfectly legal way of her sort of like liquidating her assets. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what she wants us to do. Yeah. Miranda comes up with that just all on yeah. her own. She just knows. So this is now feeling fully legit. This is fully legit. Cause like the plane tickets were for a week out and it was like, uh-huh. Are we really going to go? Like, mm-hmm. where do, where were they to? Hong Kong first? I guess we go to Hong Kong first. The plane, t- like, just you'd a one-way. you go in order, way, go in order of, like, significance. So Charlotte would be, get her over first. Yeah. And, like, they're like, I'm not getting on a plane, like, to do that. And then they mm-hmm. get this 10 grand. And then they're, Carrie's like, don't we owe it to our friend to go? Like, what mm-hmm. else are, do we really have going mm-hmm. on? And Miranda's like, well, I do have, like all this time off and business like i can go and then charlotte and then charlotte's like well i can't and they're like come on and she's like pta and and then they're just like charlotte get your shit together in the same way that they do that every episode they just somehow bully her into coming yeah charlotte's always getting like peer pressured and then carrie's like just down because it's an adventure Mm -hmm. and it's like one more thing Mm -hmm. for her to write about so they decide on the split screen phone call yeah. that they are going to go mm-hmm. and just like trust. And at that point, that's when I think Carrie would have that conversation with Big, with Big. and he'd say, do what you need to do. And Charlotte would have a conversation with um, Harry. Harry and he would say, you know what? I think you need to do this. And like, we hear Lily in the background and we're like, you know, something happened where she's like upset about the fact that she's not trusting like her daughter's not coming to her with like trust and Mm -hmm. she's just going through a phase that where she's trying to find her identity, which is totally understandable. Yeah. Again, we'd have to like, I wouldn't want to cut corners on all of that kind of stuff because I think what could come out of this is like very enriching, Mm -hmm. lovely, emotional things for these people and their families Yeah, in a way that I think would feel like incredibly conclusive for these people. I think it's like, let's close the door completely Mm -hmm. on all of these people's experiences, because I think one thing that we have never really gotten out of Sex in the City, give or take a couple very like iconic episodes where you got like tears. Yeah. Like at Miranda's mother's funeral when Samantha cries. One of the greatest performances, Kim Cattrall knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And that was a moment that was like so earned. They built it so much and like the performance was perfect. Yeah. And I live for that. Like I don't want it every episode. Yeah. But like But you need it. Ugh. Yeah. So Lily is like well yeah, what's she going through? Like I think if we're going through like an adoption thing, maybe she has like decided that she's wants to I think it's at a certain age you can you can see see what is going on. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe Miranda is having or um, if Charlotte is having difficulty letting her or getting behind Lily's like desire to yeah. explore. Yeah. Maybe Lily keeps pressuring her and Charlotte's like, well, when you're 18. That would be very Charlotte, too, because yeah. it's like sort of on the boundaries of like. She does. She wants to be her mom yeah. forever. She doesn't want anyone else to like come in or have any of their knowledge. She's worked really and- hard, and also like I think Charlotte can get a bit like selfish. Yeah, 
when it comes to things she's like really worked hard for. Yeah. So I think this is like a great setup for Charlotte to really chill the fuck out a bit on this and realize that like she can still be a mom and that the time she's put in with her daughter is still justifiable. But like potentially this trip will allow her to realize that like there is aside to her daughter that she'll never be able to understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe she tells Lily that she's going to go to Hong Kong and then Lily gets like really mad. She's yeah. like, you won't let me do that. And yet you know that that's where yes. I'm from and you won't let me have any Intel mm-hmm. like fuck you yeah. and like slams the door. Yeah. Meanwhile, then- Rose is like a little angel baby. <laughs> like <laughs> she's like the sweetest, most docile little thing. And like, Charlotte's upset, but it's like she's glad to be like getting away. Mm-hmm. And like Lily, I think Lily, and it's, Hong Kong is just one of the stops on yeah. this journey. They don't know where they don't else know where they're else going. they're going. And so I think also Lily and Harry have like she's like a daddy's girl, and they're super close and tight, mm-hmm. and they like never fight or anything. And so I think Charlotte's probably a little bit miffed at that because mm-hmm. it's like not she knowing how to connect. So yeah, like she wanted this baby so 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 badly and yeah. then she got her and yeah. then she's grown up to be very like they have a detached tough relationship yeah you can buy all the judith lieber cupcake purses in mm-hmm. the world for your daughter and she yeah. will never care about you as much you. as yeah you as much as she cares about her dad yeah yeah and like yeah you have rose who's like a sweetie but yeah. like rose would like anyone and that takes us yeah and harry said yeah he's like you've been a mom like you do so uh-huh. much for this whole family like you have earned this trip like mm-hmm. by all means go and have fun it's a phase that she's going through and like we're gonna deal with it yeah and maybe if you got out of the house for a minute you would get some clarity and perspective and like be better at handling this. Yeah. And we can all sort of like, I'll take it from here. Yeah. And then Miranda goes into the office to like tell, to inform everyone that she's going to be taking uh, some time off. Mm -hmm. And she asks Elizabeth if she can cover some of her work while she's out. And Elizabeth is like, of course, but like only if you agree to like have dinner with me sometime. Mm hmm. And Miranda's I'm listening. kind of just like, oh, uh, or she suggests that they have dinner to catch her up on all the work that she needs to do before she leaves. Yeah. Why don't we have dinner tonight? You can catch me up on everything. And so mm-hmm. they find themselves at dinner, but they're actually like on a date. Like they're 100%. drinking wine, the candle, laughing. they're laughing, they're at a beautiful New York restaurant, yeah. they're laughing, they're talking about their families mm-hmm. and like, just like joking. And we see that it's like near the end of the dinner, like the waiter comes over and he's like, would either of you ladies care for some dessert? And they're like, yeah, I think we will <laughs> do some dessert. And they like say the same, they want the same. He's like, we have mm-hmm. this, we have that, we have like a, we have like a cacao like drizzle kid mm-hmm. and they're like we want the cacao at the same time same time and then they like look at each other and Sparks, they're like oh. romance it's a golden yeah. light and in that see, restaurant like miranda's like i feel so bad like i haven't even t- talked to you about any of the like work stuff that mm-hmm. i need you to take care of and elizabeth's like i think we both know that like, <laughs> we're not really here to talk about work stuff and there's maybe like a leg touch yeah like under the table and i think maybe even like after dinner there's like a there's a kiss moment that happens like on the street okay like they're saying goodbye 
What if it's like a close to the mouth kiss on the cheek? Yeah, or like a confused moment where they don't they don't know what's going on, but not it was like the mouths out, are like a mouth. too close for people not having come out of that situation. They hug and then they linger face to face <laughs> for like two seconds, uh-huh. and it's like where they're breathing, breathing on, on each, each other, other, like hot, lips like barely touching, breath. yeah. High and Miranda kind of like female eroticism, kind of like brushes Elizabeth's hair behind mm-hmm. her ear and says like I should go. Yeah, I should really get going. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes. Mm-hmm. So then we're like, oh my god, I'm like fully invested. Oh yeah. In okay. So then we and then Carrie and Big have their conversation. He's like, and I wonder too because in my mind I'm like I need to sort of tie loose ends with the Steve thing because I don't. What if there was. What if part of their agreement, and this is like really catty and lame, but I'm I'm like stretching for the mm-hmm. sake of our narrative. What if one of the things that they agreed upon when they got back together is that since Steve had a dalliance, that she is allowed a dalliance. One. Yeah. One. Yeah. And it looks like, and she never took it because she was just never like, took it because I'm she's so better busy, and, and she's like, also just too busy for and that. And like, didn't want to play like who has the time? Didn't want to be like tit for tat about yeah. it. But it looks like this might. That's perfect. Because then it's like. Then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love. So then I think the next thing is they all meet at the airport Mm -hmm. at JFK and they like get out of like an Escalade Mm -hmm. all wearing like incredible travel outfits. Yeah. There's someone that meets them at the car, Mm -hmm. whisks them through private security. Yeah. Takes them to. The lounge. The lounge. Where they wait and like kind of wonder about like what's going to happen. What's going to happen. We don't even know how long we're going for. Mm-hmm. Like this is crazy, right? And then maybe someone they, in the lounge comes by with like three glasses of champagne. Yeah. And a note. And an, or like I was looking in. Yeah. A, like and a napkins under yeah. the glasses. Because this is like. This is one of those things where it's almost like too crazy. It's like why no one would just go take a plane ticket from like a felon, their friend that they haven't seen to like uh-huh. go. So like we uh-huh. have to like be constantly reinforcing the that it's not that it's, crazy and that it's not like criminal. That, it's just like and a also fun like adventure. Curiosity is peaked. Yeah. Like why would you ever turn away from this? Yeah. So in my mind, it's like three glasses of champagne and napkins mm-hmm. that are laid down. And they go to sip the champagne and like Charlotte chokes and coughs and coughs out a diamond. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they realize that there's like diamonds in there's like a diamond in each of their champagne glasses. And then like they look down and like there's writing on the back of the napkin. Yeah. And it's something like a an address mm-hmm. or some kind of roundabout clue to like something in Hong Kong. Yeah. And they realize that like they are on the first leg of what will be a huge scavenger Look, hunt yeah. for cash. Yes. And th- and like sex in the city stuff like diamonds and <laughs> the, the diamond in their drink also just a side note i love like that samantha has been able to get like airport workers 100%. waiters at restaurants to like richard has bidding. richard has people ha- everywhere yeah. so they get a diamond maybe on the back side of the paper is like did you like this ladies there's mm-hmm. more where that came from like yeah. keep an eye out for the diamonds mm-hmm. all around you mm-hmm. so that's like a clue mm-hmm. so they get on the plane we get like luxury plane like mm-hmm. air china first class yeah. whatever Sweet. they land and 
they're looking around like and we see it as they diamond walk limousine through. service yeah, exactly yeah and they're like this must be it and mm-hmm. then they're greeted by like the limo driver who then gets all their baggage mm-hmm. and takes them off to is there an Amman in China? There's no Amman. Oh, there is in China, but it's. I don't Not think there's Hong one in Hong Kong. Kong. It would have to be like the, the upper house or like okay. a, any place that like Gwyneth Paltrow has stayed at, basically. Yeah. I'll leave like, to, yeah. Reveals like big suites for all of them mm-hmm. and reservations for dinner at like a club, mm-hmm. like a private dining club or something. Yeah. And they all have like outfits hanging in, in each the of closets. their room. And Carrie's like, I can't believe we're traveling. Like I've always wanted to travel like Uh this. And like now it's all happening. Mm -hmm. I wish Samantha was here, but Mm -hmm. she kind of is here in spirit. And it's like like one of those things where she's like, it's in moments like these where you want, you just wish she was here. And then it's like revealed to like open the closet until you realize that she has been around us the entire time. Exactly. And I think at this point, Miranda might say like they go, maybe they go out to dinner and then Miranda reveals that she's hired someone to look into the Samantha thing. Cause mm-hmm. she wants to make sure that like, they're not doing anything illegal. Mm-hmm. And we also for narrative purposes, just need to know like more explicitly what's happening. Mm-hmm. So maybe Miranda hired a private eye who's like investigated and has realized that Samantha is draining her personal bank account and that's where all this money mm-hmm. is coming from. And somehow that and that's is like where we totally can explain legal. that like it's her money. Yeah. It has. So she's trying to like liquidate, liquidate assets. assets so that they don't take her hard earned money. Cause it yeah. was like her choice to go rogue with Richard, but like doesn't want it to affect. Mm-hmm. And the money is like her, like all her accounts are seized except for like her business, which like somehow can't be touched mm-hmm. by whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the laws, but mm-hmm. oh, I, I have an end to this. Yeah. Her business funds can't be touched. And that's where all the money was. So it's all from like Samantha Jones PR mm-hmm. is footing the entire bill for this thing. Mm-hmm. That then leads into a question of like, how much was Samantha worth? And it's like an extraordinary amount, crazy amounts of money. She was buying that Chanel ring at the auction, which could not have been cheap. Yeah. And was just like 50 K easily, like a lot of diamonds. Yeah. So she's like, has millions and millions of dollars to clear out. And this is the way like Miranda basically says like, and this is the way I guess she's draining Mm -hmm. her bank account. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have family. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have kids. She only has us. So they're now in a limousine or like a a fancy car and they get sort of taken to an underground parking garage Mm -hmm. where someone comes and takes their phones or something. And Charlotte's scared. Scared. And they think it's like they're getting deep into like criminal territory Mm -hmm. and go upstairs and get out at the lobby and it's the diamond club mm-hmm. and it's like a private dining hong kong what i can only imagine being like a very expensive looking like members club <laughs> mahogany walls chandeliers i'm imagining like an indiana jones in the temple of doom that first nightclub <laughs> that they're in where kate capshaw's like dancing around and seeing anything goes like something pure extravagance like extravagance but and also like a slight camp factor yeah there's yeah. like a lushness and a reference and like a camp to what they're to all of this mm-hmm. and then i think it's just like and carrie's in like a valentino red gown yeah like a, just that classic red color yeah. of valentino we need like red tour yeah yeah mm-hmm. um 
with like a hat with like the hat that he did that like couture hat that yeah um with the it's like the tilda swinton met look from this year with like (laughs) the butterflies all around it or whatever Mm -hmm. it was yeah um they go in and then i feel like it's almost like in my mind it's almost like an escape room Mm -hmm. so they're given a puzzle that's like something to do with it's like a note like they sit at one of those big round tables and it has like the lazy susan on Uh it where like meals are yes and then there's always a note that's like well i see you ladies made it this far but do you know what's right around the corner and Mm -hmm. then that's like that's like prompts them to keep going and then they're like i think we're on a scavenger hunt (laughs) like (laughs) I'm laughing, but like I would a hundred percent watch no, this movie. No, I need movie. this movie to happen. This like is now, the greatest, most overindulgent, yeah, insane, and yet like so, I could see them making it. Yeah. Okay. So then they like have this beautiful dinner, and there's just like a lot of like food porn mm-hmm. involved, like and just like glamour, and everywhere they look, they see that all the customers of this like extravagant restaurant Mm -hmm. are like dripping in diamonds Mm -hmm. and it's just like an explosion of wealth. Do they get the diamonds? The other thing that I'm thinking of as we're talking though, is I feel like this should be a celebration of Samantha's independence as Mm -hmm. like a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if each of these trips reveals something about how hard she's worked to get what she's done. Yeah. Or, you know, like that Samantha Jones Inc. also like funded upstarts and you reveal that like Samantha had something to do with like Uber. Yeah. Or like, cause I like the idea that it's like a celebration of this woman's like maybe, business savvy. Maybe go with me here. You're like beaming. So I'm on edge. Samantha was like an investor in Chinese Uber. Okay. And this is like, a gala that's happening at this to in like her honor, honor in her honor and she couldn't attend she couldn't attend but so she they're got the guests of three. honor yeah so they're the guests of honor and then one of the ceos of chinese uber comes over to their table and it's like an incredibly well-dressed like polished beautiful woman mm-hmm. and she like welcomes them and like make sure that they're all taken care of and mm-hmm. hopes that they have a lovely evening. And like she's so sad that Mrs. Jones couldn't Miss Jones couldn't be here, but mm-hmm. she sent you guys in her place. That's like so lovely of her. So then they kind of realize like she was sent here. Then maybe we find out over the course of this dinner or something mm-hmm. that the CEO of Chinese Uber is Lily's actual birth mom. <sighs> and that she had given up her daughter like she couldn't have a child out of wedlock <gasps> and in that China samantha had get- something to do with yeah. getting charlotte her baby yeah wow this is like i feel like i'm stoned but i'm not yeah this is like deep revelations mm-hmm. a deep cut and like what a what a thoughtful in Samantha's world, like a thoughtful thing to do. A thoughtful thing to do. And then this woman, like, cause like Samantha, I think would have told her. And so she meets Charlotte and I feel like Charlotte might initially be like really freaked out and mm-hmm. sad. But then there's a moment where this woman can be like, you know, Samantha always told me that like, I never wanted children. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, it was not in the cards for me. 
And to see you, like, I know that my daughter ended up in the right place. Wow. And, like, maybe I'll meet her someday, but I never want to take your place. Like, mm-hmm. she is your daughter. Mm-hmm. And then that, like, soothes Charlotte. She's, like, not freaked out about it anymore. Yeah. And she and then- actually is glad that, like lily's birth mother is so successful and she knows that would be like really good for lily down the line Mm -hmm. and that when the time is right that they will meet Mm -hmm. and they'll have a lot to learn from Mm -hmm. each other and that they're that now that there's this relationship there's no way that she'll ever choose someone over her because they are there's no threat yeah wow Okay, so this is taken like... So that's kind of the point of like the Chinese leg of the And trip. then I think it should end with um, people gifting Carrie and Miranda and Charlotte mm-hmm. like all the sort of congratulatory <laughs> gifts that are intended for... Samantha. But their money in boxes. Yeah. Love. So like we end this like very luxurious Hong Kong adventure with like drowning in money... Yes. Looks. Get cash. Family, like, family revelations. revelations. I think Carrie, like, Carrie also, she's quit smoking, but when she travels internationally, she Mm -hmm. always allows herself, like, one Mm -hmm. cigarette. So I feel like we also, throughout all these trips, Carrie is going to meet, like, a really handsome man and, like, what if our Patagonian lover is catering? this event oh i love that tease early on tease early on i love samantha has like orchestrated this to the tits she has nothing but time in the cayman islands so carrie like steals out out to a beautiful balcony overlooking overlooking the glittering lights and uh, who's out there but this like kind of rugged chef guy Mm -hmm. who's very like disheveled Mm -hmm. like looks out of place Mm -hmm. but he's smoking but is also like disheveled in like Hyder Ackerman Mm -hmm. like yeah no he's in like he's not like like a silk suit or something crazy and like wears it well yeah he's like sexy yeah and Carrie asks him for a light and then they're both smoking and they connect and like have like a flirty conversation Mm -hmm. And he reveals that he's from Argentina, but like he was flown out to do this dinner mm-hmm. and he often takes jobs like that. And it's a yeah. great he, excuse. He to- never normally compromises his morals like this. Yeah. But he was paid so much and this is that he couldn't job. turn it down. Yeah. And he's like, and who wouldn't want to travel all around? Isn't that what life's about? And then Carrie, Love that. Yeah. And she's like, I feel the same way. Yeah. So they connect and there's like a mm-hmm. little like wink and some flirt. And then they Carrie goes back in. The girls are showered with cash and showered with gifts galore. And I think they all like. So we see like the black cars pull up back to their hotel, and mm-hmm. they all are like rallied in one of their rooms with all the gifts. And they were like, "Do we?" And we get like an unboxing situation. Yes. Unboxing. So we get. <laughs> you know that speaks to me. You know it speaks to me. <laughs> we get an unboxing montage. Mm-hmm. And so this is like in lieu of what would be like Carrie's closet fashion show when yeah. she was choosing like what she wants to wear or not. This is now like unboxing, but it's like Oprah's favorite things on crack. Yeah. It's, it's like, like watches. Watches, diamonds, diamonds, diamonds on watches, mm-hmm. cash, other things, 
pajamas that oh, they're gonna silk, wear to bed the beauty the most beautiful silk pajamas we're gonna go with like a grace coddington collaboration with vuitton pajama set yes, that's gonna yes. come out of there and they all sort of like realize that they're sitting on like more cash than they ever knew what to do with yeah and like what do we do next and then i think we can either like if we want to like alleviate the narrative a little bit do like a montage of them spending like some cash on like helicopters beaches exploring hong kong yeah i think that's wall where we of get china our great wall sh- drone yeah. shot is in all where the they looks go. yeah in all the looks because i think miranda also says like well we can't take like we can't like put all this mm-hmm. cash into our accounts and we can't travel with over yeah. ten thousand dollars in mm-hmm. cash and there so could be just gut- a note from samantha being like it. like treat yourselves girls there's mm-hmm. more where this came from yeah and she's like shop till you drop essentially mm-hmm. so then they have like a crazy shopping the most tourist insane to the point where like critics would be like this is grotesque yeah in this economy in this economy in this like state of the world this is what you're gonna this is on. what you're doing it gets roasted but like the viewers love it <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie that everyone watches at home it's because if you're seen in the yeah. theater it's it's like you're supporting trump yeah like it is a ter- it's gauche it's beyond yeah <laughs> there's never been a like a greater waste of money and mm-hmm. extravagant and like overindulgence um they get like crazy spa treatments oh like, no it's everything everything you could possibly imagine yeah. and like we'd have to do some like insane research in terms of like that level of luxury because that is existing like far beyond my yeah i don't even know plane of reference i'm like shop and spa and yeah like, helicopters and i think that's where at the end of all of this we've like bumped up to like a helicopter takes them to a private plane yeah and now they're flying private mm-hmm. like because that's one that's step the up. next step up yeah so then samantha like they have they get the note i think after they've unboxed all their stuff and then it's like you have five days treat yourself mm-hmm. so they know that they have like to fill the yeah. next five days then we can work the montage yeah. in and then it's like the last day and they like wake up in the morning and they don't know like mm-hmm. what's supposed to happen. They just know it's their last day. Mm-hmm. And that's when they get like breakfast delivered. Mm-hmm. And it's like a crazy spread, mm-hmm. like in the second movie where they like caviar scrambled moment. eggs yeah. and like, and there's a note that says like, checkout is at 11 like mm-hmm. meet downstairs or not even checkout. Cause checkouts like checkouts below them plebeians, at, this, at yeah. this point. It's like, drop everything mm-hmm. and meet here at this time. Yeah. Don't worry about your things. Don't worry about your things. They'll be shipped They'll, to the appropriate location. Co- we've got it covered. Yeah. Oh, I love this travel moment. Oof. I love like buying so much shit and then and leaving then being like, it. I don't know. Do I pack it in my bags? And it's like, no, no, that's not what this you is leave about. It, and then someone else takes it's- it upon themselves to just FedEx it. Make sure it gets wherever you are. Back to your closet. Mm -hmm. Like you don't even have to worry about it. That's true luxury. Yeah. And thus begins the second leg of our next chapter. We're going to take a little trivia break now. We're taking a trivia break. We're about to get into our second act Mm -hmm. of our film. (laughs) And before we leave Hong Kong, we're going to just ask some serious trivia. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Okay, hold on. No, you go. All these questions are so hard, (sighs) except for one. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'll do the really easy question first, and then I'll follow it up with a hard one. Oh, okay, yep. Did Carrie wind up sleeping with Mr. Big on his last night in New York before he moved to Napa? No true she did not she did not i was now confusing that i was like you thought she did i get really stressed with this game and i thought (laughs) i was like did she and i thought it was the heart episode where she shows up no 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 didn't sleep with him in that one or no she did sleep with him in that one when he gets the open heart surgery uh can you sleep with someone after open heart surgery I think they slept Maybe together for the, the sake of next the show. morning. Oh, are you thinking of... No, you're thinking of San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. San Francisco was the next morning because okay. remember she had read the book. But the heart surgery. Or he had read the book yeah. and was like, I can't. Okay. I have so many questions. See, I just... I don't know. Are I we okay? Are we no, okay? No, I'm scared. I quit this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, it's over. I have a question for you now. <laughs> okay. Ooh, this is really specific. And again, needs like an episode title to... Anyway. Mm-hmm. What was the only sandwich Carrie ate on the train to San Francisco? A club sandwich? Correct. Oh, thank God. Was that a guess, though? Uh, (laughs) Where did that come from? Well, I was thinking about what train fare is offered on trains generally and like club, club sandwiches sandwich, yeah that sounds pretty trainy to me and it also i was asking myself my first instinct was a bologna sandwich but then i was like carrie would never and it had to be a club sandwich right yeah okay okay while she was pregnant what name did miranda first tell steve she was considering for the baby oh, for fuck this sakes. is i fully don't know and don't even remember um, this I'm going to go out on a limb and sort of give a ballpark name and then we can discuss whether my ballpark name was okay. A ballpark. I'm thinking something like Henry or Alan. Close-ish. Danny. Oh, I remember that. Okay. I don't remember that at all. Danny's not a great, I don't know, for a baby. No. That's a tough one. I like Brady. I like Brady. But is Brady's name Brady Brady? Brady Hobbs Brady. Yeah. That's a bad look. That's interesting. And as a f- as someone who has been a Danny and s- remains a Danny to some people, mm-hmm. it's tough. I have one more and then we continue. Okay, cool. This okay. game makes you question everything, everything you've ever known. Because it's a Pandora's box of not just your own Sex in the City trivia, but ultimately, are you okay? Yeah. Generally speaking. <laughs> Answers always no. what did it say on the cookie robert gave miranda i love you okay which by the way i took and put into my show 
And as a reference to Sex and the City, which some people who may or may not be watching my show might find interesting. Oh my God, I love that nod. I got a cookie that said four months and it was my boyfriend on the show was giving me a cookie to commemorate our four month anniversary. It's just a little under the radar nod nod to SATC. To the reason that you're doing what it is you do today. To the reason why I'm here. Yeah. Um. Okay, so where we last found our girls, they were checking out of their luxury. They were Hong unboxing Kong, <laughs> the unbox in Hong Kong thousands of dollars of gifts <laughs> and jewelry, tens of thousands, and hundreds, ju- and of just thousands spending of it freely, yeah, willy nilly. And oh wait, we instead of cl- checking out, even it just said leave everything, everything here. behind. We take care of it. You go. You go. Yeah. Um. Also, great closure on Charlotte's. She now knows what to do when she gets home. Yeah, that Things was are good. huge. That and was she's also moment. able to show up to this next leg with the girls and not be like Charlotte-y. Not you know what I mean? Like Charlotte's about always about her. When mm-hmm. she gets a bee in her bonnet, it's sort of like, can you just step outside the room for a second? Because yeah, you need we to take can't a breather. move forward unless you work that out. That's why I think story-wise, it, it, she has to just be tied up. First. first yeah so then she can be the enjoyable uh-huh. comic relief charlotte yeah like for the rest of the movie yeah yeah i love so the girls board a private jet board now a private we're getting jet. oh yeah private we're jet private jet style so they all pile into do they do separate cars again as like a wink to their separate cars absolutely Abu Dhabi? okay yeah. separate cars separate cars Showing up to with a tarmac. very sexy drivers. Absolutely. With like the hottest drivers, yep. male model drivers. Yep. Pull up to a beautiful jet. Mm-hmm. And inside I sort of see the jet being like decked out in like, like Scottish knits. Oh, okay. Wow. Like we're going thematic. Okay. We know where we're going next. <laughs> Scottish knit jet. Like, a, like Pringle is clearly sponsoring this leg of the yeah. movie. Charlotte's triggered. Because Charlotte's it's triggered, and like her. McQueen, we get like Highland moments in there. So McQueen. Um, Charlotte's just reminded of Trey with that whole aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte somehow made it about her again. She does get a bee in her uh-huh. bonnet immediately after you think she's soothed and yeah. she's having a really Trey good would morning. love this, yeah. and that's all we get. Yeah. Um, they get in, and now I'm trying to think like. <sighs> I think they get into their Pringle of Scotland oh. private jet. People are like, what is he talking about Pringle of Scotland? <laughs> Why is he obsessed with Pringle of Scotland? I don't know. Tildick did the campaign. Yeah. It was pretty legendary. It's good. And it's so, sort of like high high drama. Yeah. There's a high drama. I was going to say, even if we didn't go full Scotland private jet interior, it's definitely like dark jewel tones. Yes. And then each girl has a box. Mm-hmm. And they all have their own kilt. Love. Yeah. And then it's like, guess where we're going next? Like, none of them mm-hmm. know. And then they open the boxes and, and it's kilts. Scotland. And it's Scotland kilts. is, they're ready. Yeah. So at this point, I wonder if that gets Miranda thinking of her boss. Yeah. Because her boss is Scottish and it sort of feels like the groundwork work has been laid for Miranda to like be thinking about this woman. I think that maybe Miranda texts her on the airplane or like she's mm-hmm. checking she needs to do she asks immediately what's the wi-fi in this jet of course yeah because she has business emails to <laughs> attend yeah. to so 
she gets on the Wi-Fi and starts uh-huh. checking emails. And Lizzie has <laughs> emailed her, and Miranda's following up, replying to her email. And then she's Miranda says, "You'll never guess where I am headed." Cut to product placement. Blackberry mm-hmm. taking a photo of the kilt. Mm-hmm. She writes back exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark. Yeah, it's on a bit. Yeah. And then she says, Lizzie says, uh-huh. <laughs> I, what a coincidence. I too am going back to Scotland. <laughs> uh huh. This is where the critics might be saying, like, they're like, come on. This is really? a bit too coincidental, but you know what? But Samantha, life the is short. And she has eyes. She knows exactly what's going on. And she's yeah. doing. All of this is like a mm-hmm. gift to the girls, giving them yep. exactly what they need. Yep. So Lizzie says, I'm going to my country house for the week. Yep. Yeah. And if you're, if you happen to find yourself in this like way obscure. Come say hello. Yeah. Come say or hello. Or like if there's some kind of hello in Scottish. The- mm-hmm. That she would use. Pardon my ignorance, I was listeners. Say, Good morning, but I don't know. That's what, well. That's something. Like Ireland. I mean, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's go with Irish, and something then like that. People at home can sort of decide where it's from. Yeah. Um, but a general UK vicinity. So. Miranda so kind of smiles to herself. They're on the plane. They land. No, or or she smiles to herself as the flight attendant is preparing their beds. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way out. Like, yeah. again, high luxury. They're going to be sleeping soundly. They need to rest. It's Cut a long to journey. kilts for days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tartan prints. Tartan prints. All McQueen archives. Mm-hmm. Carrie's doing full Alexander McQueen archives. Yeah, Carrie's referencing her. Carrie's referencing Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> at the Met Ball with McQueen yeah. from the years before. She's honoring SJP and McQueen's <laughs> relationship in her own way. <laughs> it's a wink and a nod <laughs> in a very meta way. Yeah. Um. Everyone's looking great. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering now. Like Miranda would probably have. Like a a very interesting intellectual spin on a kilt. Like it would probably be longer, like almost like a calf length. A calf length or just like like wide leg Curious length. Oh, or like a wool pant. Mm -hmm. A pleated wool pant. She's doing like suiting, Mm -hmm. slouchy suiting. Mm -hmm. Charlotte's doing more of like a Charlotte's in like a white, winter white. Mm, I like a winter white for Charlotte. (laughs) Charlotte... Samantha knows, Uh I think, that Charlotte does not want to wear a lot of plaid because it triggers her from the tray days. She's gotten it out of her apartment. She doesn't want it back in her life. Like, when they're opening gifts, I think Charlotte can have an aside that's like, ooh, ever since Bunny, Mm -hmm. I don't don't wear plaid. Mm -hmm. And then she opens it, and it's all winter whites Winter whites. And she smiles. Galore. She's like, Samantha knows. Now, this is the part that has to be about Miranda. Mm Mm-hmm. So now where do we find ourselves? We've landed in Scotland and where are they staying? I don't know staying? anything about Neither Scotland. Neither do I. I feel like we've gotten ourselves into a bit of a tricky situation because I don't know much. Not that I knew a lot I don't about know Hong a lot Kong, about the geography. But I don't know about like the luxury factors, but I think this could be huge for Scottish tourism. 
absolutely yeah we do like a drive in a lovely sort of the queen's land rover through the countryside Mm -hmm. i'm thinking references to james bond remember when he did that like what was it um the one that adele did skyfall skyfall which was like the scottish estate okay i haven't seen but i love i'm that kind of like high drama yeah dame judy dench judy dench is there sheep sheep judy judy's judy's playing sort of a sheep herder at lizzie's estate yeah maybe her mother maybe her mother okay that's a great one okay so they are staying in a castle in scotland i think they're staying in like yeah. full royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're switching it up to just like lush castle. interiors, tapestries, stone. Mm-hmm. And they have the whole castle to themselves <laughs> and butlers mm-hmm. and just like whimsical yeah. maids and yeah. cleaning people. <laughs> and now I'm picturing we have a scene like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> just like Beauty and the Beast. There's a musical number. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking in my head and I'm thinking out loud. I feel like this woman, Lizzie, has to have more of an integral sort of part of this. Yeah. And I'm wondering if potentially, what if we knew Lizzie was going on this trip before? Okay. And Miranda was just going on her own trip and they thought, we'll connect when we get back. Yeah. Suddenly they're landing in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And it feels like curious that they would be landing in Scotland and Lizzie's in Scotland. So this is about connecting the dots from Samantha's sort of like God POV. Yeah. Like chessboarding all these people together. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if... Maybe in the meeting where Miranda's briefing Lizzie on like the things that need to be done while uh-huh. she's away, Lizzie mentions that like I will handle things, but I'm also going out of town. Right. To like I'm taking my vacation finally because uh-huh. like they're lawyers, they never take vacations, and she's like I'm going to my country house, and they have like a little bit of conversation about that, uh-huh. and then later when it's like suddenly they're going to Scotland, uh-huh. it's like things oh, feel surprise. curious. Yeah. Now, how do we get her in there? I would say... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... All I I want is a romp in a very luscious Elizabethan style bed. Yes. Between these two women. Here's what I'm thinking. So, Scotland, they're at this castle. Yeah. And it's very luxe and very like old Uh school... But it's also very no technology. So right. there's no TVs, no Wi-Fi, no like mm-hmm. cell reception or very limited cell reception. Mm-hmm. And like, this could also be a great place for them to have real talks. Yeah. And I think that it's like Miranda's really irritated because there's none of her like creature comforts. And I think she's sort of been having maybe a little bit of an email exchange with Elizabeth. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, that panic when you're like in the early stages of texting someone and then something stands in your way and you can't. Yeah. The momentum gets halted and that's problematic. So Miranda has already told, like revealed, like randomly I'm in Scotland. Right. I think also now she's freaked out because maybe she can't get in touch with her. So it just seems like a weird, like Miranda's kind of like, am I being crazy to this person? Is this person going to think I'm crazy because I just said like. T- texted uh-huh. her a kilt pic uh-huh. and said like I'm here, I am. here in your country yeah so 
Miranda's like kind of freaking out, trying to get cell service. Carrie is there a charmed? Is Carrie's very charmed? She's like, I. It's a writer's haven. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a by the fire at night chat mm-hmm. where Miranda reveals where the girls reveal things about themselves. And I think sort they of play ca- charades, maybe. Ooh. So they're like with the help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's good looking? Yeah. They're all hot. They're all hot. Even um, like older. But we're painting hot. like a very beautiful picture of Scotland. Yeah. Um I think at some point something needs to come out where Carrie reveals that Big has had the conversation with her and yeah. that theoretically speaking, like she's supposed to be seizing this opportunity and she, she sort of felt weird about it, but she's telling them maybe after a couple scotches mm-hmm. um, and Miranda funnily enough, finally reveals that like I too have been finding myself feeling things for someone that is so not someone I thought I would feel things for. Yeah. And yeah, maybe they even play like truth or dare or something. And they're mm-hmm. having like scotch and some wine. After Bringing they back have, truth like, or dare in a sex in the city film would be very uh, fundamental. I think mm-hmm. to like the revival of truth or dare, which I would love to play at a party. Yeah. I think that they, the girls play truth or dare. Mm-hmm. And of course they have like a crazy, like Cornish game hen dinner. <laughs> Uh-huh. In, in like a grand dining room beautiful they retire to the sitting room yeah. by the fireplace, fireplace and then they're playing truth or dare they're a little yeah. tipsy and it all comes out mm-hmm. and carrie does like she's like miranda's mm-hmm. a lesbian mm-hmm. and like then maybe carrie even grabs miranda's phone and texts Elizabeth. like finds reception yeah i think yeah. she's like Miranda's like, well, my phone or Carrie's like, can I see a picture? Can we see a right. pic of this person? And then Miranda like shows them, and maybe a text from Elizabeth or an email okay. comes through random because oh, there's so cl- there's a spot. They yeah. found a room in the place where the okay, this mm-hmm. is all feeling great now. Yeah, and then they're like, it's a sign. Yeah, they you got have it. To te- like you mm-hmm. have to text her. Like, what if she drops a pin? Mm-hmm. And they realize they're beside each other. Yeah. She's, she's in the next in the next she's like in the town town next door. Yeah, to the castle. Yeah. Yeah. And they're feeling boozy and I wonder if like we don't have a lot of time here. No. So I think it's like for them it's like does she text her like come by for a nightcap or is it a next day thing? I feel like the next day Okay, so we get another wardrobe change. Yeah, we need another wardrobe change, and we need more gifts and more boxes. We need they wake up. They wake up the next morning to another gift at their doorstep, and it's another outfit. Mm -hmm. And and it's just more like kind of Scottish, like yeah. And like I think at this point we could ease into like a Dries Van Noten jacket and like jewel tones. We're playing with like wools and yes. like heavier fabrics. Mm-hmm. Carrie's like Sheerling. We've never really seen Carrie do a Dries Van Noten look. No. And I think that could be very her right now. That's her right now. Right in now. In Scotland. Old Celine and Dries Van Noten is yeah. like a Carrie Bradshaw is what Carrie is right now. So we think that Miranda invites Lizzie over for like a walk in the countryside uh-huh. and like tea. Yeah. Because that's what you do over there. Mm-hmm. And does she, does Lizzie show up on a horse? Lizzie can show up on a horse with like beagles or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie's come from a hunt. So Lizzie's been hunting. 
she shows up. She is a hunter. She is a huntress. Yeah, she's a huntress. Or maybe Lizzie invites Miranda over to do the like rifle shooting, like like a skeet shooting or like a like a pheasant shoot. Yeah. So now we're looking at like so now we're doing crown style, yeah, riding looks, Mm -hmm. which I can always get into. Yeah. They go on a very intimate two-person hunt. Yeah. Lizzie, like, They're is showing sides horseback. of herself that is, like, satiating all of Miranda's needs. It's, like, empowerment. She's emboldened. She feels She's, alive for the first time. There is a crispness in the air that is, like, both chilling and highly erotic. Okay, I think also something we could weave into the movie is mm-hmm. that, like, up to this point, Miranda has kind of been, like disregarding her appearance a little bit like she's oh. been kind of dressing like Be- mom like, like just, just clothes just like, put I gotta on go clothes. to work put on clothes yeah. i'm not really thinking about that it's fine i've been married for mm-hmm. 13 14 years mm-hmm. it's just like not the so first part of this yet. experience is like providing her with with yeah. like clothes again and like and urging she's her and like she's discovering like to celebrate that she again wants to be glamorous so mm-hmm. she, you see her like step out oh, i just got chills thinking of miranda <laughs> like gets really gussied up like a phoenix yeah like a scottish and phoenix. she looks stunning she looks great yeah in like a beautiful green coat or something mm-hmm. yeah and they go for a ride mm-hmm. or like a hunt Lizzie kills a pheasant. For sure. They go to retrieve it. Mm-hmm. They drive out to where it was shot. Yeah. And it's in a remote sort of part. The wind is whirling around them. Hair is sort of being tousled. It's like wispy and kind of wet. She goes, like Miranda, I think at first is like, you're not going to touch the bird, are you? That's sort of gross. And she mm-hmm. was like, toughen up. Yeah. Grabs the bird, throws it in the Jeep, turns to her and says something like, you're beautiful, but means it. And not in like a cheesy way, like in a, like in a, it's like charged. it's on. Yeah. And Miranda sort of like acknowledges it, but gets back into the truck and mm-hmm. they drive to her family estate. Yeah. They drive to Lizzie's estate where Dame Judy Dench is playing her mother mm-hmm. and has prepared like a tea has prepared. It's tea. another tea. It's another tea. Judy Dench is in the kitchen yeah and she's baked we see also i think we get to see lizzie's relationship with her mother and how like important that is Mm -hmm. to her and i think we take building in family is great yeah take it back to like miranda's relationship with her mother and we get a little bit of like talk about that Mm -hmm. and vulnerability vulnerability open up we're talking truths Mm mm-hmm she maybe wants to see her childhood bedroom. Yeah. Which is always a great sort of backdrop for a connection. Mm-hmm. And so she goes into Lizzie's like childhood bedroom, but it opens also- like a creaky wooden door. Yeah. And finds like the most charming. It's very perfectly like, call me by your name, except in Scotland. In Scotland with like wool with blankets yeah, and like and wrought blankets. iron beds and yeah. heavy wood floors and thick curtains and fireplaces, mm-hmm. which to me is the ultimate. The ultimate. So cozy. cozy. High cost factor. So cozy. It's now highly charged. Yeah. And I think Lizzie starts talking about like, growing up and being a lesbian Mm -hmm. and 
when she discovered that she was gay and like this Mm -hmm. girlfriend that she had and that and like and Miranda's just finding like a lot of like comfort in the present Mm -hmm. in her presence Mm -hmm. and I think that they make out like I think they have a really intense make out Yeah. yeah and I think there has to be something um where maybe she says something about Steve and the way that this is positioned, if we do it properly while yes, she is cheating. If we do see this as like a necessary exploration of like her own sexuality, Mm -hmm. I can sort of get behind the fact that this is needed in order for her to like see a side of herself that she hasn't seen yet. Yeah. And I think that it's also like Miranda's discovering that kind of, like high school mm-hmm. or like lust or like mm-hmm. being kind of a teen again, because then like they're making out and it's getting heavy. And then Dame Judy Dench calls up and says like, dinner's ready. Mm-hmm. And like, so they then have to like go back down and sit at the table with the yeah. mom and kind of act like chill about things and answer like mom questions. I wonder if the mom is like also really cool and just Im- expects Miranda to be the latest woman mm-hmm. that lizzie's brought home mm-hmm. but they have this sort of awkward thing where it's like oh no 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 we work we work together, together. and then wink, she's like wink. i'm sure you do uh-huh. like there's a lot of she knows better shade or she there, says yeah. a little joke about how the floors are creaky yeah and mm-hmm. how you know the walls are thin she's on to them essentially miranda goes back to the castle yes and carrie's in a bath and charlotte's somewhere else charlotte is on the phone with harry it's a part of the movie we don't need to see we don't need it yeah. so maybe this is a miranda carry moment because i always love love the miranda carry moments mm-hmm. they get real with each other they get real they're the only two although samantha can get real with carry from time to time yeah and she knocks on her door carrie says come in carrie's in the bathtub Miranda walks in. It's Carrie's bathtub is like this beautiful, stunning clawfoot, clawfoot tub, and filled with filled bubbles with bubbles and just like lush towels everywhere. And Carrie's expensive like, candles. I never thought I would like Scotland, but yeah. here I am. Like I love Scotland. Who knew? <laughs> like, yeah. A pun about Scottish people yeah. and mm-hmm. being there. Yeah. And she. And I think this is the moment where we have Miranda telling Carrie about like what it is she's feeling and going through. And then Carrie's the one that makes it okay. Like Carrie's like, you've got to go to her. Like, and I wonder if there's like, it's both funny because she's had this very sort of adolescent makeout, mm-hmm. but it's also quite poignant because she's starting to realize that maybe there's a side of herself that she just hasn't paid attention to yet. Mm-hmm. And it's coming to her very late in life. So there's like an emotionality that's sort of intertwined with like this child, like this school child, like glee that's just happened. She doesn't want to indulge because she has a husband at home and she doesn't know what's going on and she doesn't know what this trip is. And we sort of, she feels like she's Samantha sort of trapped her in this whirlwind of like sexuality and like, indulgence which Mm -hmm. is exactly what she's wanted them to do yeah and carrie is like i think you i think you have to pursue this yeah and maybe not now maybe it's when you get home or because i think that when they whatever becomes of them should happen 
later later Mm -hmm. i want to i want this chapter to be left open-ended you want there to be like the tension to remain in the will there won't they yeah and i don't think they can go too far because again i like the i like to know that we're not having our we're We're not not having our girls like samantha doesn't want these people to go on this trip and like do all these terrible things that'll unravel their lives Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like an awakening and i wonder if carrie can tell miranda in this moment that like she's really inspired her because for a long time throughout this whole trip carrie's been thinking about what big said and always sort of brushing it off as something she would never think of considering but watching miranda open herself up to these feelings has really inspired her to the potential of like, who knows what's out there for me Yeah, in this like strange sexually awakened like journey that they're on. Exactly. And it's like, and it leads up to this grand sense of adventure that then we get the cap on it. Like with the next day, like Mm -hmm. our, the sex in the city three, moment that's like the girls walking in the desert moment uh-huh. is charlotte carrie and miranda and lizzie all galloping on horses together in love. the scottish countryside love it's their last day there Ooh, and, and we get a nice we get a nice callback to the yes f- season finale of i think it was three with the horse outside the mm, yeah. plaza. Mm-hmm. Carrie's always had like a horse. She loves a horse. Loves a horse yeah, situation. Some girls need to run free. It's true. Yeah. And here they are. And here they are. They're mm. fully running free. And they get to meet Lizzie, which yeah. I think is important. Crucial. And ties her in. I can picture that. Like yeah. gray skies. Yeah. Horses, like saddled, beautiful Hermes saddles. Yeah. The girls are on the horses. They're galloping through the countryside. Mm-hmm. Cut to laughing with lizzie yeah everything's great maybe lizzie gets like a t- an email from work something to sort of cut the joy a little bit and like snap them back into the reality that like oh there's still co-workers mm-hmm. oh there's still some drama at play here yeah and maybe Lizzie has to go. Maybe something happened at work. She's been so distracted by Miranda for the past 24 hours that she like hadn't paid attention to like a really important work. <laughs> yeah. She has like a brief that she has to write or something. Uh-huh. Or she has to go into the big city of Scotland tomorrow. Glasgow. Or Edinburgh. Yeah, wherever it is. Somewhere. And like do some work for like a sister law firm. Yeah. And so she she's leaves. like, I'm sorry to cut this short, but I had such a good time today. Mm-hmm. Um, so nice to meet you. Yeah. Maybe t- like puts her hand on Miranda's shoulder leaves with a little squeeze. Uh huh. Yeah. Carrie knows what's at play. Charlotte does not. Mm-mm. Charlotte makes some sort of like, maybe it's me. Yeah. But <laughs> it looks like Lizzie was into you. Yeah. Miranda and Carrie share like a, like a laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe Miranda says something like, maybe then maybe she is. Yeah. Maybe she is. I like that. You know, like mm-hmm. one of those sort of like, she's coming to terms with the fact that like, do I have more than sort of a, sl- a, a brief sexual attraction to this person? Maybe my heart's being pulled. Yeah. 
I in like different it. directions. And I was also thinking that Charlotte could have a moment of feeling like left out or and like she's out of the loop mm-hmm. on this thing. Like she's like, tell me what you know. And then they kind of tell her and she's like, then Carrie tells Charlotte what like, oh, but they've already been over all this. Carrie and Charlotte? Haven't they? Because they played the truth or dare and then they told each other all Oh, about secrets. Carrie's stuff. Oh, about Carrie's but stuff. But not Miranda's okay. stuff. So Charlotte could feel left out So Charlotte's like, stuff. you're both going to cheat on your husbands? Mm-hmm. And she has like a Charlotte moment of being like kind of a judgmental prude. And then we have a great sort of rationale from Carrie and Miranda. Mm-hmm. I think Carrie, because Carrie's had this moment before where she's excused her behavior or sort of rationalized her marriage or her choice to not get married. She's always had like perspectives on things. Yeah. Some of them (laughs) were a bit of a stretch, Mm -hmm. but I think in this case she could say something to Charlotte, like, don't you realize at this point in your life that it's not always easy? Yeah. And that sometimes, you know, the storybook wedding that you you've always wanted is more complicated than that. And isn't there a joy in that complication? And isn't there a thrill in the the ripples of our lives? And Charlotte, realizing coming off of this whole journey with her daughter, mm-hmm. realizes that relationships come in all different iterations and that she looks at her relationship with her daughter in this and now in has sort same. of a parallel yeah. that maybe her relationship with her husband is different than that of Carrie's or Miranda's and that it's about perspective mm-hmm. and relationships and that it's marriage is, a, is just one kind of relationship and they can all be complicated. Yeah. And then the Butler comes in hot, hot Butler, hot, but like older, hot in like a gruff sort of Scottish way. Yeah. A guy that like Samantha Jones would have just nailed, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. a, like a, gruff thick hairy scottish dude (laughs) who's like just in it to win it he's like one of the actors from braveheart 100 percent. yeah like a yes and he says like lady like this his trip is coming to an end Mm -hmm. like here's a nightcap for you Mm -hmm. all and he's like telling them about their transportation for the next Mm -hmm. leg of their journey I'm wondering how that message comes. Part of me wants to say that it comes in their tea. Yeah. Like they drink their tea and like at the bottom of the glass is like something. Like a diamond a, a, or like a diamond. diamond or, or um what you, like like what is what do you get in Patagonia? God, this like is pathetic for me to be like admitting to or like I don't know. Some kind of message. Part of me was thinking it's like one of those lotus flowers that like bloom in the tea. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that's in any way Scottish. That's not Scottish not, at all. Not South American. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. I think we need a comic relief moment too where it's like they've made several jokes about like the hot butler and the butler's always wearing a kilt. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie's like, is it true that like they don't wear underwear under there? And then Charlotte's like, it's true. Like, mm. cause she saw like him bend over or something. Like Either that. that or like someone comes in from outside and a gust of wind blows his kilt yeah. up. <laughs> and Carrie does that like high pitched scream that she did when she saw the mouse in her apartment. Yeah. 
um, I the wish iconic I could do Carrie that scream. Exact it's a high pitch. It's so high. Exclusively it's like Sarah Jessica whistle. Parker. Yeah. Sort of sh- shriek. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all laugh and then look down and maybe turn to him and they're like, what is this? And he's like, haggis. And they're like, <laughs> and that's our like funny. Yeah. Cause they don't want to eat that. It's mm-hmm. like stomach lining or <laughs> intestine or something. They don't want to eat that. My, uh, my grandmother is not pleased with my lack of knowledge of the Scottish heritage from which I came. <laughs> oh my God. I'm Scottish. Oh, this is, uh, this is humiliating. I'm like one whole fourth legacy. Scottish. Wow. So you have some research. I to have do. some major research to do, but you know what? If this movie gets greenlit, that'll make it right. Oh God. Well, there'll be built in like cash to just go. Yeah. We'll have to do that whole tour mm-hmm. just to see for ourselves. So the next day, the girls wake up mm-hmm. to a carriage to a carriage exactly <laughs> that takes them to to uh, another a to, helicopter a helicopter that then that takes, takes them, them to, to a some kind jet. of uh it, it we have to showcase like all of the world's best runways like yeah. all of the world's best private runways so i i picture it like happening on an island and the plane is like parked they land on this like island in the middle of the sea and there's like a mm-hmm. runway there and miranda sort of gets out of the helicopter and it's dramatic and the sea is swirling around them and she looks back at the mainland and has like a breath of like life mm-hmm. she has like a scarf around huge her, her huge, hair even looks just like huge scarves huge like huge scarves. like yeah editorial style giant grace coddington scarves yes and her like she just looks like fresher and alive yeah for the first time in, in like, a the while whole movie mm-hmm. yeah and they all board the plane and carrie's like i could get used to this like mm-hmm. something like that <laughs> and then how does it get revealed that they're going to south america well i wonder if carrie's uh, at this point we haven't really done her narration yeah I don't know if we need it. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. This is a very different film, Mm -hmm. like structurally speaking. Yeah. But ultimately Carrie's like wondering, like, what does Samantha have in store for us next? Mm -hmm. Maybe they get into the plane and having not really eaten dinner because it was haggis. Yeah. They get into the onto the plane and it is like a beautiful spread of our Patagonian chefs. Yeah. Like fair. I love thinking about how expensive it would be to get that spread in Scotland on a private <laughs> jet somehow. Prepared, warm, warm, fresh, delicious, delicious, all farmers market and like sumptuous, like yeah. like fruits and vegetables and meats and mm-hmm. things, and it's a completely different experience. And the girls, like maybe one of them was complaining, like. I love Scotland, but there's nothing to eat here. Mm-hmm. No offense to anyone in Scotland. I'm sure the food's wonderful. Yeah. But they get on. I mean, it's also sex in the city. So like, yeah, there's a, there's a level of like cultural blindness, I guess. Totally. They get onto the thing, like having not really eaten in Scotland. And it is just a sumptuous, emotional journey of like eating delicious food. And they're like, where did this come from? And no one's revealing yeah. where it came from. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And then they turn, like, they're asking the flight attendants, and, like, mm-hmm. the flight attendants won't tell them. And, like, 
they have this feast and then they like turn down the beds and yeah. they're like <laughs> i love the the like obligatory bed turn down we need to know that there's beds available to them on every leg of this journey yeah like private rooms yeah yeah, in yeah, yeah, the yeah. jet yeah. yeah and they're like i think someone says like buckle like you're gonna want to take a nap or get mm-hmm. your sleep because it's like a 16 or 17 hour yeah. flight like they set it up so that it's like a long long long, long time yeah they get out and they're like where could we possibly be going that's 17 hours mm-hmm. away and then we just cut to them landing cut to them uh f- soaring over the andes mountains Oof. yeah stunning stunning like, landscapes we get like beautiful nature shots yeah lakes like beautiful sort of isolated lakes yeah and countryside and mountainscapes and they're all looking out the window and carrie's like i've never seen anything like it like (laughs) (laughs) just like fully on the edge of her seat they Uh all like wake up in the morning to another sumptuous spread of breakfast and then see like the the flight attendants are like you're going to want to like watch Mm -hmm. out for the scenery it's like an epic view from Mm -hmm. here so then they see everything and then land land and that's when they find out they're in patagonia patagonia which is where my (laughs) reference point get hazy and things start to get weird because i don't know anything about patagonia other than that (laughs) That one chef's table episode that I watched. Yeah. So we'll just go with that. Fully just based on that. There's a canoe. There's an island. It looks rustic. Three three years years ago. ago. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hazy at best. So does the chef meet them at the airport? Maybe. Or maybe Samantha has hired him to be their personal guide. Yeah. For the next two days. And maybe this is like where things take like a very rustic turn in the mm-hmm. sense that they're like expected to go on a hike. Maybe this is it. They've been pampered, 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 pampered. Mm-hmm. And Carrie's like, I wonder what could She's sort like, I of can't wait for what luxury awaits. Beautiful glamping we have in store for us. And like they will be glamping. But yeah. Carrie doesn't like the woods. She doesn't like camping. She doesn't like anything about this. Mm-mm. And this is where like Samantha intended to like strip away the like facades and really expose the girls to like life yeah and like truth by sending them to like a destination close to the arctic circle absolutely (laughs) with a chef that's like oozing in sex appeal Mm -hmm. and like sensuality who's leading them i think he looks at carrie and carrie for the first time is like "Uh uh-oh yeah maybe this is what it's all leading to Mm mm-hmm he puts them all in a canoe. It's a beautiful, like, warrior canoe. And we have this gorgeous shot of the girls and... What's his name? Did we give him a name? Hold on. You think of a name. I'm going to look up Patagonia Patagonia. names. Because I want to be, like, okay. authentic you be, here. Yeah. I don't want us to, like... I feel like the girls are in one canoe with the chef. And then behind him are like four more canoes with all their luggage and everything that they'll need for their (laughs) Patagonia. I love a good sight gag. Yeah. (laughs) Top 100 first names in Argentina. Okay. Uh, Boys. Franco. I'm going to give you five. You pick. Okay. Franco, Lucas, Matias, Joaquin, Santiago, Frederico. I like Franco. 
Franco. I mean, all of those names are great. They're great. I just imagined all those guys and I was like, I'd fuck all of them. Listen, we've seen them all on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go with Franco. Okay. Franco. A gruff, older, maybe Big's age, yeah. but like with sexual vivacity. Mm-hmm. Who plays him in the movie? <sighs> I want to say like a Javier Bardem. Yeah. It's someone like that. Like a Javier Bardem type. Yes. I'm picturing it. With okay. facial hair. Facial hair. Um, a, a, a like wild untamed enthusiasm mm-hmm. they get out and maybe they're like what what is this and it's an island and it's his restaurant and, and he the- pays a lot of attention to each of the he, like he's charming the girls mm-hmm. individually mm-hmm. and just like they can't like i think initially they're a little miffed at the fact that this is like so rustic and requires a lot of like foot traveling Uh to get to but he's such a character and so vivacious and so hot that they just are like whatever and like my mind went to like a really weird place that i'll bring up in a second (laughs) (laughs) where this movie could take a very intense turn turn, yeah (laughs) i'm not opposed to it i mean listen i kind of was thinking that too i was like oh could this could could this really is this movie just a sexual explore? Is is it just a sexual journey? That would be very new. Well, it honors the show. It honors the show and Samantha and Samantha. Yeah. So they get there. They get there. There's a beautiful fire going. Yeah. They're asking like where their accommodation is. He says, "Don't worry about it." They're asking, "What is this m- magical place?" He's like, "This is my restaurant." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Restaurant, but there's no tables." And he was like, "It's by appointment only." He's like Michelin star and like so many stars. Maybe Charlotte's read about him. Yeah. And, and then it Charlotte all gets pieced together. Yeah. And like, Carrie can make a, cho- a joke about like the hardest able to get in the world or something <laughs> like that. Like, and you thought getting into Baba was hard or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. Insert like hot New York restaurant. Yeah. Um, and she's wondering like, well, where do they get changed? And he was like, it's not about that here. <laughs> I love it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about like being on the earth and he gets them to like call mushrooms Mm -hmm. and like go into the garden. I think they forage. Forage for sure. He them how to forage. Uh And then maybe they do, they need to like have some sort of a little bit of like a microdosing or like psychedelic Mm -hmm. journey. Some kind of like cacao pod that has hallucinogenic properties. Yeah. That he made into like a hot chocolate. And they all sort of drank it, mm-hmm. and maybe it's it's before din- before dinner, and they're all like they've all sort of been sweaty because they've been foraging, and it's like, well, they can't go to dinner like this. And he was like, well, no, that's not how we're going to dinner. Mm-hmm. Encourages them all to strip their clothes and like wade into the waters for like a pre dinner cleansing. Yes. So we get like the girls who've like up until this point, and correct me if I'm wrong, have not been very open with each other in terms of their bodies and i think that he starts it by taking on his clothes 
he takes off his clothes. And then I think he has obviously assistants that like have lugged all their luggage yeah. here. So the assistants also do it. So it's like, okay. Oh yeah. No, it's a time on the Island where people this get is like naked. What happens? Yeah. And they're looking around and it feels like not a judgmental place. It feels very safe. Mm-hmm. The cacao, hot chocolate, made hallucinogens, very loose. Everyone's feeling loose. Mm-hmm. Maybe Carrie turns to Miranda and is like, is this what life's all about? And <laughs> they say yes. And Miranda's Charlotte, like, uh-huh, and like rips her shirt off and goes running, running screaming in, into the screaming water. Screaming in. Yeah. We see Charlotte like terrified. Yeah. I guess Carrie sort of slowly gets up and like, you know, we see like Laura Piana, like, mm-hmm. like, cashmere drop to the ground we see like a we see a really beautiful lingerie like stella mccartney lingerie set f- yeah fall to the ground yeah next thing you know we get a silhouetted carrie mm-hmm. like dipping into the waters she yeah. turns around to charlotte who's like sitting on the the edge of the water like still grappling with the reality that she's talked about with her two best friends and still sort of conflicted about the relationships of her own life and the complications of life and how she, maybe she's got it wrong the whole time mm-hmm. stands up takes off her clothes and confidently and surely and slowly walks toward the water yeah gets in we have Carrie sort of turned toward Franco who at this point is like maybe at the other end of the lagoon like foraging a fish yes he she looks over and like I think all the girls are kind of like tripping and they're like uh is this even real yeah and they look over and Franco's like aha and like just grabs a fish out of the water Mm -hmm. and they're just like what the fuck is happening yeah looking over and maybe Carrie looks back to Miranda after having had that conversation with her about like I don't know. Do I do it? Do I not do it? Do I open my relationship? What do I do? But like this guy's glistening bod under the moonlight catching a fish. It almost feels like, like she's laying it out for me on a silver platter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On a Michelin star silver platter. And then I think maybe Miranda is like, so what do you think? Like open or close? And Carrie's like, Oh, it's open. (laughs) (laughs) At this point we're wide open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cut to, Tents have been erected. Huge, cozy tents. Beautiful tents, furs, candles, warm, glowy lights. Yeah. They're sitting on this big farm table. All the girls, Carrie's hair has like dried into the most beautiful, beautiful natural curls. Charlotte's is like a natural wave. Going back to like season one, two, three, mm-hmm. Carrie Bradshaw hair, like she is returned to her inner self her she's essence the most is like dazzling original carry that she's ever, ever been like her hair's like blonder all uh-huh. of a sudden she's in maybe a fur jack like a fur like pelt that yeah. is reminiscent of her own fur coat mm-hmm. the girls are like sitting in like a combination of like patagonia blankets and like prints capes and capes and socks, socks and, and yeah birkenstocks and yeah We get like a Rick Owens Birkenstock in there. Love. Throw it in. Mm -hmm. And it's just a feast. They're eating with their hands. The candle is like illuminating. There's wine splish splashing all across the table. There's like fish being eaten with people's hands. It's all very like human and sexual. Yeah. And I think they're all telling stories. Like we get like stories of all their lives. And this is like a point where we can, they can like be 
talking about some favorite fan moments mm-hmm. or like telling how they met like franco's give like, a piece of backstory yeah franco's like pulling information mm-hmm. out of them he's like so how do you grow like you're mm-hmm. so fun like how do you know each other and we then get we maybe get- like a little tender moment about like the first day they all met or mm-hmm. like something like that mm-hmm. and then i feel like he invites them to the sweat lodge yeah and it all feels very comfortable and we watch like everyone sort of get up from the table. And I think he like eats with his assistants as well. Mm-hmm. And they walk into like this cedar, like architectural wonder, yeah. like, w- like curved it's cedar beautiful. pod Wasn't there, like, that or curved something. Cedar yeah, pod yeah, yeah. In the chef's table? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten like a fire on the inside. It's like, like condensation dripping down the walls and like juniper and like fresh herbs being like thrown onto the fire so it smells really everyone's like like, eating food and sweating and glistening Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to go to this like experience oh (laughs) aspirational to say the least there and we sit down and i wonder if we this is where we get a monologue maybe from Carrie saying, you know, it was in a moment where if I were to look at myself even a year ago, if I were to you know have like looked looked at where I'd end up, I mm-hmm. I I wouldn't recognize myself. And it took Samantha to see us all as we really are. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he's like Franco sort of turns to Carrie and like kisses her on the mouth. Whoa. And we get like a moment in there and the other girls are like in the tent as well. And maybe Charlotte turns to an assistant, like a young, handsome chef's assistant. Yeah. Who up until this point had been like diligently preparing food and like she sees him in a light she's never seen him in before. And he turns to her and kisses her. Yeah. And then maybe like... Everyone just goes for it. <laughs> I love, yeah, just like a wild sweat lodge. Sweat lodge. Orgy. Orgy that feels like highly sensual. There's like a woman, a female assistant too, that's like, that Miranda is kind of like connecting with. They kiss. They kiss. And maybe we get like a weird dream sequence moment because some of the hallucinogens are still on there where Miranda like leans in to kiss this like f- woman and pulls back and we and it's elizabeth mm-hmm. like a vision yeah and then she kind of and like she blinks yeah but then it's like this other woman mm-hmm. and, and then she, she goes, goes back for in. more yeah and what we get is like a very human experience that they've all gone through together and, and it she- just pans up i think like we don't get graphic about it no. it just pans up to like the moon and mm-hmm. the beautiful stars and like the smoke coming out of like this strange chimney in this pod yes building yes then the next morning i think they all wake up wake up I wonder if Carrie wakes up and he's beside her. Yeah, I think so. And the girls are nowhere to be found. No, the girls are elsewhere. They're like in their tents or something. And I think Carrie and him like have like a good morning after conversation. That's just like friendly, but not like Mm -hmm. overly romantic. Mm -hmm. Just like, and not awkward at all. Just like Mm -hmm. what a night. And like, 
this is what life's about. Yeah. This is what life's about. And I wonder if Carrie can make some sort of joke where it's like, do you do this with all your mm-hmm. patrons? I not. And he's like, sometimes. Sometimes. And it's a very sort of like open and honest experience. Yeah. And she's had an enlightened time. Mm-hmm. She feels fresh and yeah. invigorated. And she had sex with this dude and she wasn't getting it at home and mm-hmm. it, and big was okay with it. And it all, all the pieces for the first time in a long time, like her tectonic plates are like exactly where they should be. And she is vibing. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's like just luxuriating in like the fur. I feel like his bed's covered in fur. We get like a classic Carrie moment where she like pulls this like wool blanket over her shoulders and like mm. tiptoes out of his tent. And maybe she sees Charlotte and Miranda like sitting at breakfast. Yeah. Carrie and, puts like boots on and mm-hmm. then like the blanket. Mm-hmm. And then she's and like it. kind of going. That's her over. look yeah, for breakfast. That's her look for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and I think then we get the girls recapping over like what went down. But when she comes out and sees the girls at breakfast, I feel like they look at each other and they burst out laughing. Yeah. We need to acknowledge that this has been like a breakthrough moment and mm-hmm. it's joyous. Mm-hmm. Charlotte needs to ad- ad- admit and acknowledge and apologize for like being judgy, being judgy and shamey about yeah. people's impulses and why people do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. And maybe the we get like a classic sort of sex in the city moment where like the assistant comes out with her pancakes and like Charlotte looks up and blushes. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the female like her like Miranda's like her woman comes over with like a hot cup of coffee and like puts it down for Miranda and like, like touches her hair and they've all had like an awakening. Yeah. And they're all just like glowing. Mm -hmm. This is where like, there's like a CGI element that comes in where we just like glow them them up, put on an Instagram glow filter and just just blast it out. Blow it out. Yeah. And we get like the light trickling off of the water. We get the woods. We get like a delicious spread of breakfast, which I am Mm -hmm. very invested in. Yeah. It's like pancakes, French toast, like wild boar bacon. This is the food part where it's like the first one was like, wealth and wealth. luxury diamonds and and like clothes uh-huh. and then scotland was like castles and yeah. like cozy and this is food this is food yeah this is like porny food stuff mm-hmm. and they have this beautiful breakfast and you know maybe it's like there's it starts to rain or something it's like a light rain and carrie looks around and is like enchanted by it yeah and maybe she turns to the girls with like her eyes filled with tears and she's like it's samantha she's all around us yes that kind of moment totally and they get it they now understand what it's all for and like why she did this and and like maybe a carry voiceover kicks in and it's like well miranda wasn't you know while we might never see miranda again samantha samantha again (laughs) in, in the flesh you know, like we all know that she will linger around us like the sweet smell of lavender mm-hmm. or the, you know, beautiful diamonds that we, of Hong Kong or the yeah. wool, wool blankets of Scotland that everywhere we go in our journey, she is there and, you know, in encouraging, in encouraging, us. supporting and reminding us that beauty is everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. And so then I think 
like over this time we see them like kind of packing up mm-hmm. and like making the trek yeah. back across in the canoes mm-hmm. and i th- i think that's where we end and then we come back up for like a little tag on at the end okay and yeah. we're back in new york mm-hmm. and carrie walks into her apartment and big asks her how the trip was or no let's because that's the how i that's how i want to end it charlotte goes home and walks into lily's bedroom and sits down on the bed and maybe it's a montage to a song we don't even see what's going on and she hands her a ticket Mm -hmm. to hong kong yeah and miranda goes back and we see her having a conversation with steve and it feels healthy it's warm it's warm and supportive and it's like i'm feeling something and i think i might have to explore it yeah and i don't know what it means and steve is saying like I believe I in you, and if, you. I support you. And if this is what you want to do. And then finally we land on Carrie. They're con- so Miranda and Steve are like fully consciously uncoupling or at least acknowledging that like, there's something she has to there's explore something else there. Yeah. But they love each other and they'll always be in each other's lives. And maybe it's not the end. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just a new phase, a, a new phase or a chapter in Miranda's life that involves more than one person. Love. Who knows? Okay. Then we end on Carrie and she walks in and it's her old familiar apartment who up until this that up until this point felt like a little stale and like a little quiet and big is like sitting there and she like runs up to him and like wraps her arms around him and in this new light knowing that he had given her that kind of freedom she like sees big in a different way in, yeah in a more loving way in an in a more open way and he's like how hey baby how was the trip yeah and we, and she just goes it, it was, was fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I feel like I really emotionally, I needed this. I never want this movie to end. And yet me neither. It was that I, you tell me a better ending. That was good. That was good. So, wow. What a beautiful film. I love the messaging of this movie. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I wish we all need a Samantha to in our lives. We need the a guardian angel like Samantha mm-hmm. to like lead us sometimes down a path that we might not choose for ourselves. Yeah. Do we need to have at the end of the credits if you stay if you're a yep. super love diehard that. fan? Yep. At the end of the credits, we get one Kim Cattrall moment. Like she agrees in the terms of this movie. She agrees. She gets shot separately, separately from everyone. I wonder if she gets a, if she gets a picture and it's maybe it's a picture sent to her phone. We get a, we get it. We see like, again, a Blackberry Mm -hmm. open it up. Someone's on a beach and it opens up and it's a picture of Carrie Samantha, Miranda, naked Carrie, in the water. Charlotte, and Miranda. Carrie, <clears throat> Charlotte, Miranda, naked in the water in Patagonia, like in bliss. Mm-hmm. And then it pans up and it's Samantha sitting on a lounge chair in the middle of the Cayman Islands. Richard's beside her and she sort of smiles to herself. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I love that. That's great. Wow. This has been special. This has been special. Thank you so much for bringing this beautiful movie to life. 
Th- I mean, it was a joint effort. This so is, thank this you. Pot, th- this we needed this moment of just like a true blue Sex mm-hmm. in the City tale. Mm-hmm. I feel like we really nailed it. I feel completely joyful. I feel warm, yeah. fuzzy. I would like watch this movie over and over, over and over and over. And this makes up for the like Sex in the City two. Oh. As polarizing as it was, I still love. But yeah. like No, this is the this is what Sex and the City one. 2 should have been. Who plays Lizzie? Um, who plays Lizzie? Ooh. I'm thinking like going out like what about like a Daria like Werbovy? <laughs> wow. I love a model. Like a late in life model turned like because I always like looked at like I always looked at Dar because Daria is like the most compa- I don't even know if that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce her last name but whatever looked at her and thought like she's so compelling and she's dropped out of the game a little bit yeah to like live her life which yeah. I think is so fresh and rad and mm-hmm. cool and I think she lives in Ireland or something she lives in Ireland she like only comes out of retirement for a Celine premium ad Celine there. old Celine ads yeah old Celine only um. But like, imagine like a weird. I would love it if she played casting choice Lizzie, and then in a random twist was like incredible, incredible, and it kickstarts her whole she career has a new as an actress, life as a, at, like, as a compelling actress yeah. in the vein of like a Tilda Swinton, totally, because she has like a beautifully striking face. Mm-hmm. She will do like incredible work in this movie, yeah. And I think we just like have shown a side, and I think maybe it's like. Maybe Daria's like modeling's not creatively fulfilling for me anymore. I love photography, but I just don't know that like acting's it. Mm-hmm. And she finds herself and it starts this whole other thing. I love it. Or like or like a like um No, I think that's the right choice. I like that choice. My mind was going to like Kate Blanchett or something like that as well. Oh. But I like like a more. I want someone that comes in from like outside someone that we like. Yeah. And would never think. Yeah. To like if this was like a wildest dream situation, it would be like Michelle Obama or mm-hmm. something in like a startling turn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As a Scottish. As <laughs> a Scottish. <laughs> lawyer high-powered lawyer perfect anything is possible in yeah. this on this podcast i love it uh thank you so much thank you this was an absolute thrill it was a dream come true literally for both of us um plug yourself as if you need to i work i work on a show called Shit's creek if you like it great if you don't i wonderful i hope you enjoyed our movie fight for justice to make this sex in the all i want to do now i have now like like this has to happen this has to happen at michael patrick king at sj at michael patrick king at sarah jessica at at cynthia at a24 yes a24 (laughs) (laughs) at annapurna at annapurna megan ellison involved i say someone run with it please yeah and now that it's on a podcast, like we obviously have to be involved. So yeah, so that that's what goes without about. saying. Mm-hmm. But would you want it any other way? I think no. not. You clearly saw the vision. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. That's it. That's it. I'm sad, but it's over. I'm could not have ended better. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 